Did you fucking did you see that that video of the guy like stinging himself with the hornet? Like the oh yeah, dude, I saw that hornet. like years ago. <laughs> like that that guy's been doing oh, so that that's, for that's, years. So that's not new. Uh, yeah, I know he's been doing that for years, but like that's not like new. Or, oh like, no, he, that he that's not new. He didn't like just do that. He d- he oh, goes okay. um he goes along that whole pain index that that one dude created. It's like an mm-hmm. insect pain index. Let me see if I could bring up the name. It's <laughs> just like. Uh, it's like why though oh yeah the, 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 the research but yeah the the schmidt sting pain index that guy did what the what what's his name did except like back then. oh yeah for the for the, the oh yeah i thought so, you meant for like the spiciness of like chili peppers like they have like the scoville chart or whatever yeah but um this absolute mad lad who was born in like 1947 did what the <laughs> did what the coyote man does so uh-huh. every single insect he got it to bite him like every single one so he could put it on like a so he can literally rate the scale of like the just right about it. yeah <laughs> fuck like for scientific purposes like the absolute mad lad but um what, that was like what that was like back then where you could like die easier too yeah <laughs> that's why i said the absolute mad lad but uh this guy what he did he's doing it now but he's doing it like in a bit more educational sense so like he'll take the bite or the sting and then he'll just start describing it so i think that's pretty cool but uh, yeah, yeah. the other guy i don't know if there's like a paper or like a thing that he did but like a book or something man that's what i noticed though. like that guy talks better than me while being stung <laughs> <laughs> than just me being fucking just normal and sober mm-hmm. uh fuck all right oh um, yeah no it's scary <laughs> uh yeah welcome to skeleton samurai podcast we have a we have, we have a guest now jordan you here uh yeah maybe okay cool yeah this is this is our friend jordan hello and yeah uh tell people what you're about or like what what, what you like or wow that's who you are a tall order question but yeah (laughs) (laughs) i can't like can't answer that question even for myself you don't even have to like describe yourself just yeah just be like well what do you do or like uh your your video game background if anything my video game back i uh grew up playing nes way out of the correct time and era for that to be happening because i was born (laughs) in 94 so uh, i'm the grumpy old man of the group i play retro (laughs) games almost exclusively and occasionally play a new one and then complain about it on the internet for a really long time (laughs) that's pretty much that's what i noticed like I mentioned it even in the in one of the other episodes of the podcast, it's like I don't know how Jordan does it, but he would play like just some random piece of shit NES game for like a week straight. <laughs> you play it for like a week straight, and then at the very end, you'd just be like, "Eh, it, was, it sucked." Like, <laughs> why did you like, like, <laughs> That's very accurate. Yeah, I was I was literally thinking before you uh, like contacted me or whatever. I was sitting there just like killing time, and I was playing this game axe battler on the game gear and it's like oh man <laughs> it's like uh golden axe from the genesis but it's like turned into an rpg i guess kind of oh, and i was playing and i was like this sucks <laughs> i was just playing it for like an hour and a half waiting for see uh, an hour and yeah. a half <laughs> <laughs> like in the first 10 minutes i'd be like oh fuck this like, I don't know. it wasn't very good but uh <laughs> yeah i was like i don't know if i want to keep playing this or just, <laughs> anyway i eventually put it down so i wouldn't recommend it i'd have to say <laughs> noted yeah so that's me i play retro games also i'm a computer science student and i like to program and make dumb programs that don't help anybody in any way <laughs> or myself 
that is usually how the computer cr- programmers do it's just like you know let me make this let me spend like six hours on this one task to make this one thing autonomous instead of just like copy pasting like yeah, or yeah some, just like, it's just an example but it's well, usually how i see it lately i've been on this kick of like not to like diverge too much but i guess we got time (laughs) (laughs) i don't worry about it okay just just content there's uh this (laughs) lady i can't remember her name but she's uh doesn't care if i name drop her on the podcast because she's famous um (laughs) that makes these uh she makes these robots you might have seen them uh and like she tries to solve useless robots well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah basically yeah. i don't know if that's like i don't know if there's more than one or whatever but yeah she makes like things that solve simple problems but solves them like badly like <laughs> like she makes like an, she made like an alarm clock robot and it's just like a hand on a wheel that like slaps you in the face <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, stuff like that and lately i've been on this kick of like i should do that but like with programs like solve problems but like do them in a horrible way that's like spectacular <laughs> to watch and then i don't know show them on youtube or something so yeah I wish I could, like, show you right now, because if I had thought about it, I would have, like, somehow prepared it so I could play it. But the other day, I started working on this speech synthesizer, and I was like, how can I just, like, logically solve this problem, like, by myself? <laughs> like, yeah. without looking up anything. And I just went uh-huh. through and recorded, like, phonemes of my voice, like, saying things, and then I just used the program to, like, just, like, <laughs> analyze a word and string them together, and it sounds hilariously bad it sounds like banjo and kazooie or something (laughs) it's really funny actually that's great was it you that made that the that profile picture you have on twitter where it's like uh, isn't it like a generator yeah Yeah, i made a little generator that just pumps out little faces because originally when i started i was like i'm gonna make it make you know like moe cute uh anime girl faces and then like i started doing it, i was like that's pretty hard i'm just gonna (laughs) (laughs) do circles and lines so that's what I ended up with. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. So I don't know. I, I like saved a bunch of them for if I was going to use them, and then I ended up using one. It's perfectly circular too, so it fits. So yeah, speaking about <laughs> retro games, how do you feel about beat 'em ups? Uh, we've talked about them before. I remember you telling me mm-hmm. that you were really like picky about them. Um, I I'm okay with them. I mean. I grew up playing a good amount of Streets of Rage 2 with my brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's probably one of my favorites, but I don't know. They don't really jump out at me as like a, one of the greatest all-time genres or anything like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that, I think, yeah, I think it's, it's sort of like more like a legacy genre. Like me, it's funny because like I, as a kid, I used to fucking love them. Like beat em were like almost like my favorite genre. Like, well, beat em and fighting. Fighting is still like my favorite genre right now, but uh yeah i used to love beat em ups but now like i i I almost can't stand them yeah like you said like i'm really 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 picking with them uh they have to have at least something special because okay all of them do this thing and this is my biggest fucking pet peeve (laughs) so like whenever you're whenever you're fucking fighting an enemy and they go off screen they're, 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 you have to wait for them to come back oh, into yeah. the screen for you to fight them. And then they can hit you because usually their range is mm. bigger than yours. So, like, you're just there kind of like, all right, let me just back out and, like, waste time. So, like, for this guy, to, for the AI to just kind of, like, <laughs> sway back and forth into my range into the screens, so I can hit him again out of the screen. Like, it, it, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if the meta is to, like, 
try to clump everybody together to like hit them or something but like that's something that i've always hated like that seems it's like yeah like as as i as i'm moving like through the screen i'm gonna eventually just hit him out of the screen because i'm moving right right and Mm. the meta the meta is to always have the pipe that's (laughs) (laughs) yeah no but then sometimes that's frustrating too because that's like an instant knockdown right and Mm. it's like that that's that's you usually can, you okay. can also like hit them off screen too with the pipe like a lot of the yeah time. like it, it's yeah it's okay from for crowd control but like that's true they take too long it's, I, it's like two enemies and they take too long to get up and i'm like i'm gonna kill you <laughs> I, I played uh streets or age one and i don't have any friends so i had to play it by myself and i was like i'm gonna try to beat this and yeah that was just my strategy was to just find the pipe and hold on to it for dear life basically and just yeah. hit everybody with the pipe and that was that was it i did that and i beat it yeah. <laughs> and as long as it works yeah they don't, they don't seem to have like much stuff to it like it, it just revolves around like just finding some cheese mm-hmm. like maybe just yeah. like stagger your jab attacks or just stagger your 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 attack like as in well here i have a a question or proposition for you i was talking to somebody on twitter literally literally just the other day um Mm -hmm. about uh they said they were just talking about well in short i was saying i think that the evolution of beat-em-ups into the modern era or whatever is basically like the third person action like devil may cry and like stuff like that yeah, I mean, yeah, sort of. I, I could say at first I thought, okay, maybe beat 'em ups just evolved into like the like the Muso games, slash. right? Like, yeah, yeah Muso, like, oh just, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, like uh, Dynasty Warriors and stuff. Like, I think that's just like logical conclusion. But actually, yeah, character action games do kind of <laughs> make sense, right? Because because uh, I don't know what what was. I can't think of like any predecessor of like a character action games. Like, what was like. Yeah, I don't know. What, what, what was Devil May Cry on the SNES kind of thing? Like, like, uh, one of the Castlevania ones, probably. Maybe. What's um? What's your favorite one? Rondo of Blood. I'd have to maybe go with. That. Yeah, but that's that's. Maybe. I think that that goes more to like into platformers. Yeah, yeah. I guess like it, it was just a mix in between like beat 'em up and platformer. Yeah, there's some kind of weird like character action game. Crossing the two D to three D barrier. It seems like a bunch of genres got like mixed together in like weird ways mm-hmm. and like popped out new baby genres yeah. that worked in 3d well i mean mm-hmm. the uh the, the original like thing behind devil may cry was that it was supposed to be like a resident evil game yeah it was just like yeah, leon yeah, yeah. leon got infected so he got powers and then they were like no that's stupid. Oh, that. <laughs> but the <laughs> gameplay is cool as fuck so let's make our own like thing with this yeah. <laughs> if, if only they could have known how stupid it was going to get eventually <laughs> yeah <laughs> They couldn't stop it. Yeah. <laughs> you only turn down so many ideas before you don't have any ideas mm-hmm. anymore at all. Mm-hmm. Well, the reason I brought beat 'em ups up is because I played uh, this game called on on my friend uh, Jesus's recommendation. I played Ninja Warriors once again. That, that, that's the name <laughs> of it. Like it's very English, right? Because it's supposed to be based off of this like old Genesis or arcade game called mm. Ninja Warriors, right? uh and then it, it's like a it's like a reboot sequel i, I actually i've never played the the previous one of just like going in blind but like yeah this one's called this one in america for some reason it's called ninja saviors which is kind of like a dark stalkers reference i guess but like i guess once again was kind of like too english yeah. <laughs> for people but like i think it just sounds way cooler just like uh, or maybe like the arc- the first arcade didn't come out so it's just like uh this is technically the first one because they did that a lot with like old like nes games or whatever like the games that didn't come over here they just called them like 
the first one like i think they did yeah that, that's, final fantasy that's what uh, i thought too but like yeah they were actually ninja warriors was like a like an american like oh, genesis okay. game so it's like what <laughs> <laughs> but uh no that game ended up being like really really sick uh it uh, kind of like nullified a lot of the like, problems that i have with with beat-em-ups and okay mm. not not the not the off the off the, off the screen side of the, yeah off the screen thing that it still has it and i hate it <laughs> <laughs> just, just put just put fighting game walls like would it kill you to just fucking you know make like just this invisible wall like not let people off screen mm-hmm. there's gotta be some it's gotta be at least one right of why well it may have just become tradition at this point but originally like i could imagine that there was some meeting or something where uh mm-hmm. They were like playing the game. They're like, "We gotta have them go off the screen. It's not. This is not working. They gotta go off the screen." There was like some logic there. Maybe uh, yeah. the the thing I'm thinking of is um, because a lot of beat 'em ups, the sprites, backgrounds, like everything's really pretty. I think they just legitimately can't have that many like <laughs> things on the screen, at least at Maybe the time, so. right? Yeah, and I guess it just became a staple of the genre that it's yeah. like, like you can't get rid of it mm. now. But it's like it's like one of the worst things. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> maybe no people don't mind it as much as I do. But that's I don't care super it a lot. Out. It's kind of yeah. annoying because it wastes your time a little bit, right? Is yeah. Why yeah. You don't like it. It's it's to me it's more like a minor nuisance. Yeah. Uh, my 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 main big thing with beat 'em ups is that they get stale after like the first level. Yeah. Yeah, you, definitely. You can, because there's not really much um, different like enemies is not really different combos and mm. it's it's really hard to stand out as a beat-em-up you know yeah exactly oh, oh sorry uh, i was gonna say I, I think one of my favorite beat-em-ups of all time was actually scott pilgrim which you can no longer oh, buy yeah yeah I okay know. yeah that was one of the good ones. i love really that good. one too and i i really regret not being able to buy it like at the time that it came out because oh, i still yeah. have my ps3 like i would have still had it like installed and downloaded but um i think our friend george actually still has it um yeah probably and that was the music was made by like anamanaguchi and that mm. was like sick it was um, really good the yeah the everything about it was really cool like the weapons the little interactions you can do like the story you know it was just well, like the manga <laughs> whatever one of the things that i liked about it was too like i played it one time and like normally when you're playing a beat-em-up i guess you kind of like alex was saying like you have to find like a cheese or whatever but after mm-hmm. I played it one time and then came back, I started it over with like a new file or whatever and played it on hard. And I found that like, unlike a lot of beat 'em ups, it's not quite that like cut and dry. Easy like you choose. can actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you can like actually do like they give you things like a counter move and stuff like that that actually like let you play the game with some amount of skill instead of just like trying yeah, to get instead the of just like... get back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, instead of literally just pressing the button, like you. It allows you to think, if that makes more sense. Like, instead yeah, of yeah, like, yeah. just walking forward and mashing. You are permitted to think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's, that's going back to uh, Ninja Warriors, that's actually uh, something that I really liked about it. Okay, first of all, the game uh, removes one of the annoyances that I have, too. Because, like, the game is only, um, like, in a flat 2D plane, right? Like, you know how, like, in most beat-em-ups, they're kind of, like, mm. isometric in a way? Like, you could go, like... Uh, you, you can go in like on the x and y axis. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so. I think this, this is just like this is just in the x axis. It's just left and right, and you can jump, but like you just go left and mm-hmm. right. So like all the enemies, they when they cl- they, they clump up, they clump up like left right in front of you, right <laughs> yeah. behind you. Yeah. Um, I think it's like every character plays really, really, really differently. Like you don't have a lot of moves, but the way you can make the moves interact with each other is really cool. Like the there's no like. 
big combo system like in a fighting game, but you can totally figure out combos like, and juggles just mm -hmm. from like your your own things. But you have to like they're not so obvious as to like oh I'm just gonna hit him while they're almost like fighting game combos where it's like okay if I hit him at a certain distance off the air they'll bounce and then I'll be able to do it. Mm -hmm. mm, like the the it's cool because the moves they're really. How do we explain? They're really like not obvious, right? Because like, okay, first they play this guy, uh, this robot dude. His his name is Ninja. Like really, how, how original, right? <laughs> Once again. But it's it yeah, it's this robot. It's this really big, heavy dude. And then when I press jump, the guy didn't jump. Ex instead, he dashed forward, and I'm like, Ooh. what the fuck? Like, does this does this game not have jumps? But it's like, no, it's just this guy. Everything. This guy doesn't jump. Um, but the thing is, the, the guy does jump. Uh, but uh, what I have to do is uh, stay neutral and then press jump. But he does like a little hover. He does a little hover. It's not even like a real jump, and he take, he takes like some frames to actually jump. And then um, that jump is kind of almost like a stance. So like, whenever I press jump, I can press like a follow up button to do like a little jet spin or like a fucking dive kick and stuff. And then I was like, oh, is every character like this? But then I chose the 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 the, the next character called Shinobi. It's <laughs> it's just a girl. And uh, she plays like a normal like beat em up character, right? Like she actually jumps and like she plays like like a playing Streets of Rage, right? Hmm. And I was like, okay, this is really fucking weird. So like I I chose the third character just to I, I forgot the name of the third character, but it's like this like robot praying mantis guy. <laughs> and uh, he was like flying all over the screen, right? Like just completely different. So everybody just had like its own like there's like definitely style, character yeah. variety. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, and it wasn't um, the enemy variety was uh, was there too. Like the game's really short. The game you can beat it in like it's like an arcade game, right? Like you could just beat it in one sitting. Yeah, forty minutes. It, you can beat it in minutes. like an hour. Yeah, but the the drive of the game is to see how fast you can do it. How how fast you can once you see it, right? Hmm. Uh, time is like a really big deal. So like. Um, while you're playing, you're you're also trying to think like, okay, how can I optimize? everything right so you try to like position yourself in a way where you can like attack the most enemies and you know hit them out of the ground and stuff i don't know it's 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 good i enjoyed it that sounds fun it's very i what i really like about it is that you know how most uh, oh fuck my computer went to sleep okay, okay Mike. now i'm good oh, no. um what i like about it is uh probably gonna edit this i'm fucking <laughs> no fuck it one take um <laughs> you, you know you know how most like most new games that try to be retro like you could just tell that they're like forcing it kind of yeah kind of yeah. way they're like yeah they're just they're just they're retro. This, this game looks pretty freaking authentic like it looks uh you could tell that it's uh, the genesis wouldn't be able to handle this but like it's still the the sprites are almost like made in an old school way like they don't they don't look like like redrawn or upscaled or whatever like they look like they actually they look like freaking neo geo sprites yeah that's something i really like they're like all like all the characters are really well animated all the enemies and all the the backgrounds and stuff uh the game is uh the flavor of the game is like uh fucking cyberpunk dystopia our favorite <laughs> you know on this fucking yeah. podcast so yeah i'd i'd, I'd uh I'd recommend it. Check it out. That, if you, that's the podcast favorite theme. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it really is. For sure. like, it yeah. really is. I have to it's, adhere uh, to that while I'm here. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, also, speaking of um, beat em ups, I saw that the Streets of Rage Four finally came out. Have you by any chance gotten to play it? 
Yeah, it, it's actually in the Xbox Game Pass. I, I want I wanted to try it, but I was like, oh, I don't want to buy it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not because uh, the the trailer didn't look too promising for me. Actually, mm-hmm. like I didn't like the 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 cartoony art style that went for it. Because like like I was saying with Ninja Warriors, like it looks really uh, faithful yeah, to authentic. the old game. Yeah, the, the, yeah. This, this was like oh, I don't like the, the 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 bloated characters and like I don't know. It it just looked weird. I didn't like the cartoony stuff, but when I actually played it, um, it's actually really, really good. <laughs> it's, it's way better. It's way better than I expected. It still has like all the fucking beat 'em up shit that I don't like, but uh, <laughs> there is a they elaborate they elaborated on the on, on Street, in Streets of Rage where it's like the the characters have like the same moveset, like especially if you pick the like Axel and Blaze, which is like the two returning characters. They have the main mm-hmm. same moveset, but like there's combos and juggles now, so you can. Oh, cool. Yeah, so, into the game. so it still like gives it a, something that's like a little bit different than what it used to be. Yeah, and that. yeah, and I guess that's the main cha- challenge for beat 'em ups now in the modern era. It's like how do you make him into like a, like a full experience, like a full game now? Like we, we're not entertained by like I'm against Jordan as well. It's like it's, it's hard to, <laughs> it's, it's hard to it's hard to entertain somebody right. for like more than an hour uh, with just like yeah old rules, right? Uh, I think uh, another game that uh, did that really well was uh, River City Girls. Like there was a lot of fucking unlockables and a lot of places oh, to yeah. go and really like open world. Mm-hmm. Sort of I had deal. to think about that for a minute. I was like, what the heck is yeah. that? It sounds so familiar. <laughs> but I, I remember. Yeah, it. The... yeah, I I haven't got to play Streets of Rage for yet, but I was looking at some gameplay of it the other day. It looks pretty fun. I noticed the um, the combo thing that you were talking about, and I thought, I don't mm-hmm. know how I feel about that, particularly because I'm a pansy and I'm terrified of fighting games. But <laughs> but I might be willing to give it a shot. But uh, I will tell you, the thing that I have been most excited for about it since um, I saw it, like the first trailer for it, like last year or whatever, is mm-hmm. Dad Alex. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a dad, beard that actually, yeah, that actually looks really cool. Yeah, Axel. Uh, that's his name. Sorry. Yeah. But the the other girl, like she looks exactly the same place. And there's a there's a shitload of characters. Yeah. Like I didn't get I didn't get to play it more. I mean, I didn't get to play it enough to unlock the rest of the characters. But uh, I saw like Christian's uh, screenshot where he has everybody, and that the whole mm. row, like the whole row, the whole screen was just like filled with Holy crap. characters. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. I thought there was like five. Yeah, <laughs> there's like ten almost. <laughs> oh, that's Lord. pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, so so you haven't gotten to play it right like neither of you or no I, I, play I honestly it. haven't like seen it i, I haven't even I seen like the it. um i haven't even seen like the trailer oh um, okay fucking get ha- xbox game pass we'll play it together like yeah I, you said that and i was like oh man i guess i have a route to play it if i want to <laughs> i mean i guess i have another route i can think of but i don't know if i'm allowed to mention <laughs> it on the podcast <laughs> 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 can, i don't know you mention whatever you want like <laughs> do we talk about pirate life yeah, that we talk about yeah. jailbroken consoles on the <laughs> podcast. True, true. No, we 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 good on that. Yeah, it's fine. We 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 grew up with, or I grew up with, like fucking jailbroken PSP and everything. Yeah, I grew, shit. Like, <laughs> I grew up with piracy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can we condone piracy in this podcast. Oh, good. Yeah. I have grown into a uh, fully pirated uh, game lifestyle. It's incredible. <laughs> everything, <laughs> everything is hacked all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I think the only thing in my room that's not hacked is my PS4. Mm. And then, you know, not to mention the other 30 consoles that are hacked. Yeah. And you probably, it's 
uh, you i think you benefit benefit a lot from it too because like you hardly play online right like it's oh yeah almost never yeah. i that's yeah. what when i hacked the switch i was like uh, if i hack it i won't be able to play online and then i was like yeah i'm never gonna do that never mind i'll just do it <laughs> <laughs> although it's i like, did oh wait <laughs> yeah yeah when i when animal crossing came out i temporarily considered buying it but then i didn't but I, I didn't pirate it either, so nobody get too upset. <laughs> In case you have uh, rabid Animal Crossing supporters listening to your podcast. <laughs> uh, uh, the, the main reason I asked about like if y'all had played it was like, how would you compare it to that Double Dragon remake? Like that very, very oh, okay. oh, 80s stylized Double Dragon. Neo? Yeah, Neo. I actually didn't. I think I played it with you, but I yeah, was you played it not, with me. Yeah, I was not like a big, big fan of it. It was good. Like yeah. for me, it was pretty. For it was fun when I played it, but like it was really for, forgetful. Like mm-hmm. I forgot oh, yeah. about it. Like until you said <laughs> until it. Until right I now. just said it. Yeah. yeah. I I played it with my brother actually um, mm-hmm. on PS3. I think and I think we beat it. I actually don't remember either. I guess it was pretty forgettable. <laughs> All I remember about yeah. it was what that one level where you're. Uh, on like a big rock or whatever and it's like sliding down a mountain in a cave or something and i was like oh yes the beat em up <laughs> elevator level yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's obligatory right yeah. <clears throat> but uh i don't know streets of rage 4 looked like it was probably a little higher effort than that maybe yeah it, it, if anything it's, it's way more like faithful to like streets of rage mm-hmm. than that yeah because that my main my main uh worry was that like oh this is not streets of rage it's just like in the name right Mm. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's very very sweet to rage even down to the gameplay and like the the speed cool. the characters move and everything. How's One the music? thing. Yeah, I was, I was about to get to okay. that. So like, cause like, <laughs> okay. yeah, Streets of Rage Two like is notorious for the music. It's probably like the best aspect of that game. The only reason I boot up Streets of Rage Two is to play, to play the music, right? Mm. Uh, but uh, it's not the same composer, uh, and you can tell the influence is there. It's not quite. It doesn't quite get there. Like mm. to Streets of Rage mm. two and three music, but like That's it's it's, it's it's all right. Yeah, it's all right. It has the same flavor, but it's not mm. like it's not not <laughs> quite there. Yeah. So it's so, yeah. Well, that that usually happens. Like if you can't get like the original composer, or, like uh, people will like try and emulate stuff, but usually it just you can never beat the original. Especially yeah. um, did this come out on the Genesis Streets Streets of Rage. Yeah, it's a. Oh it's, yeah, it's, it's, especially it's, like Genesis era, that Genesis base. The Genesis like, base, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking like, wow, there's, wow. There's hardly yeah. anything that can beat Genesis era music. Like that was so. Oh good. my god, that uh, fucking that sound chip could only make one noise, <laughs> and <it> was, <laughs> right? And it was bass, but it made it really, really well. Yeah. <laughs> um, dude, earlier I was playing this game, random drop that I actually think you should play, both of you, maybe. Uh, it's not that good of a game, but the music rocks, and also <laughs> the style of the game is sweet. It's called uh, Tempo on the 32X. Mm-hmm. You ever heard of that? Yeah. Oh, okay. I heard of it, but I never played it. Oh, okay. I, I think I had heard the name of it, but I had never played it as well. But it freaking mm-hmm. rocks. But anyway, I'll just cool, leave cool. that for you to experience. It's got really good music, and also the, the style of it and stuff is incredible. Like, the sprites are, like, meticulously animated. Like, it's insane to look at. It's a very pretty game. And also, maybe the only reason to own a 32X. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I was, I was, I was about to say, like, there's mm. not a lot of, like, notable 32X <laughs> games. Even, like, like Knuckles Chaotix is the, the first one that people think about, but, like, Knuckles Chaotix fucking sucks. Like, it's actually <laughs> whoa, pretty whoa, bad whoa, fucking whoa. game. <laughs> no, no, it's not very good, to be honest with you. 
Uh, there's another one. What is it? Colibri? It's like some yeah, like, yeah. bird hummingbird shmup. simulator. Yeah, humming... mm-hmm. <laughs> hummingbird that's simulator. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the whole game. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I had a 32x, and uh, it was uh, whatever. Like you want to call it a uh, whatever. I had like a flash cart for it, and I had it mm-hmm. plugged in. I think I was playing Doom on it, and I was like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> And uh, I was, like, <laughs> playing it for a while, and all of a sudden, all the colors started, like, going crazy, like, different what the colors fuck? and stuff. And then, like, I turned it off and turned it back on and it didn't work anymore. And I was like, crap, my 32X broke. And I was like, I, I don't really care, actually. <laughs> I was, like, too lazy to get it fixed, so I just put it in my closet. <laughs> oh, no, the 32X. <laughs> yeah. okay, what will I ever do? <laughs> Yeah, you, you've got the, the the entire 32x experience anyway. You don't need. Yeah, you don't need I, I played Doom. I played Calibri for five minutes. I played Knuckles Chaos <laughs> all the way through. That's pretty much it. Yeah, I think uh, what even would the. You say or, or go ahead. You know, I was going to talk about like the Sega CD being at least a little bit more worthy of <laughs> of your time. Kind of, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Is, was Sega CD Sonic R? Because like I still have issues remembering. No, that's that came out. oh no, that's that's the Saturn. So okay, so basically, yeah. the, when the Genesis came out, uh, before the Saturn came out, they were trying to like prolong the life of the Genesis. <laughs> so they just kept making add-ons for it. First, they made the the Sega CD, which for the most part was like shitty like FMV games. Like it was just like shitty. Well, th- those those games where it's just videos and you just had like a yeah, multiple choice. Like the- Legend of Zelda. Oh, those, okay. I thought yeah. you were talking about like that old Legend of Zelda game. Uh, Legend of Zelda CDI, like sort of, actually, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but, uh, and then uh, they made another one, which is the 32X, so you just slap on top of it. So, like, the, that's, mm. your Genesis ends up looking like this freaking Akira amalgamation <laughs> fucking... <laughs> of hardware. Dude, yeah. the, if you have the Model 1 Genesis, it actually looks cool. Like, it turns into, like, this perfectly rectangular, like, thing. But if you have a Model 2 Genesis, yeah, it looks insane. It looks like some kind of alien <laughs> yeah. contraption. It's like, because the Model yeah. 2 Genesis is, like, this little square, and then the Sega CD is, like, this big, like, bulbous rectangle. And then the Model 2, like, sticks out of it, and then the 32X is this weird, like, <laughs> yeah, like HR Geiger alien <laughs> head-shaped thing, like, sticking out of the top of your Genesis. And of course, you need like three power cords. <laughs> yeah, three power cords, one for each thing, and they all like they're all like the the, the stupid brick. <laughs> so yeah, right, like some. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> I literally bought a surge protector that had the uh, things like slightly spaced farther apart, just so I could plug in all that crap because <laughs> I couldn't do it before. Yeah, <laughs> old hardware. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I had a I had a Model Three Genesis. That's not even fucking compatible because it just wouldn't fit. <laughs> like, actually, uh, I wonder how rare that is because I don't see Model Three Genesis that much. I don't see either. them very often either. I actually don't know. Uh, the Model Two Genesis was so like not rare that my brother was uh, like picking them up at yard sales for a while and like selling them yeah. or something. And after he had been doing that for like three months, he had like fifty of them, and then he was just like, "Holy shit!" I was like, "I don't have a Genesis," and he's like, "Here, you want one?" <laughs> <laughs> I had like thirty of them in the back. <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, oh, uh, I was just gonna ask, what is y'all's favorite beat 'em up? Hmm. Well, Scott Pilgrim probably. Mm-hmm. I would probably say Streets of Rage too, just because like, I don't, I don't think yeah. uh, that much of that. Okay. 
Uh, special mention. I think this game is for the for the CPS too. Like it's for the arcade, like the Capcom system. Mm. It's uh, it's a Punisher, like the the Punisher game, and it's a beat 'em up. But it's like the best shit I've ever played. Like it's the <laughs> it's the one game that made me think like you know what beat 'em ups might be redeemable. Like it's pretty. That game is pretty fucking good if you give it a go. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's. I can't... Oh, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> I, I was gonna say i don't think it's a personal favorite but i was uh and i think i actually told uh, alex about it one time and he was like yeah i don't really like it but i was messing around in mame one time and i randomly opened up uh, alien versus predator and i was like this game slaps a lot of people actually enjoy that one it's it's not really good but it's still like it's very Pretty good if that makes sense yeah it's like visually impressive i guess like it's like a lot of mm-hmm. it kind of it comes out front with right. a lot of really impressive stuff but yeah then after you play it for a while you're like oh yeah this is just a beat em up mm-hmm. yeah the fucking the music's really good though <laughs> yeah it yeah. is it yeah. looks it good seems to be like a constant good. okay you know what one game that everybody likes and everybody thinks when the when they say beat em up but like i absolutely fucking hate it's final oh, fight Final fight. Yeah, okay. final fight is the worst. Yeah, I, I, I played. I played the first couple, and like they were, I did not have fun with them. Like they were like as basic as a beat 'em up as you can yeah, get. They're the most Ma- basic. I, shit ever. Maybe it's because they were like some of the first ones to ever come out. Maybe oh, yeah. that's why. But You're I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't like really get into them. <laughs> you need to play uh, Kung Fu on the Famicom. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man! Well, yeah. I played Final Fight for like a full day one time uh, on Super Nintendo, which is like the mm-hmm. worst version. Because I, yeah. uh, I don't know, I just wanted to see if I could beat it, and uh, I could not. So, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I didn't like it that much either, to be honest with you. Uh, but it's been a while. Maybe it's time to revisit it. Yeah, maybe some people play listen have nostalgia for it, but I don't. I don't really. I care really liked it. watching them play it on High Score Girl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that was yeah. <laughs> the only thing that made it charming. Uh, I think even Captain Commando is like older than it, and I like Captain Commando way better than Final never Fight. I don't that. know, I don't know why. You never heard of it? No, you found an old game I've never heard of. Yeah, it's uh, it's like one like one of Capcom's old fucking games. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's just a beat 'em up with like this weird like it has like this like Super Sentai like theme to it. Mm. Uh, Man. Me and my brother used to. There was this Power Rangers beat up on Genesis, and uh, me and my brother used to like obsessively rent it like every single week and play it. I bet it's garbage, but <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it, it's fine. We we stand garbage games. Um, okay. One of my favorite beat 'em ups. Absolutely nobody likes but me. It's called uh, Fighting Force. <laughs> <laughs> you were gonna say that. <laughs> I the PS1. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. The PS1 was so fun. I (laughs) enjoyed the hell out of that game. Me and my me and my brother were looking for stuff to play, and he was like, "Oh, people are talking about this Fighting Force game." We we downloaded and burned a copy. Yeah, we freaking loved it. It was great. Yeah, it's really it's It's really fun. Like I don't know why people hate on it. It's like super jank, but like oh yeah, it's It's awesome. Fun. I oh, hated it because NES beat 'em ups totally weren't jank, right? <laughs> yes. I mean, the, the entire genre is just like made of jank. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I can uh, get into a way too long conversation about how uh, the NES design choice to just throw guys at you with no like, <laughs> with no like, like no, that reason. was a good decision. 
Yeah. <laughs> I like it, though. But uh, I was going to say, the other thing that popped into my mind, the Fighting Force thing, reminded me of... Uh, have you guys played Urban Rain? I feel like you'd probably hate it, but... Um, uh, I haven't... I, haven't I, know, I know of it. I know of it, but Maybe. I haven't played it. That, like... look it up. Me... Well, so my brother got that game. It's made by Namco, and I think it's made by the Tekken team, too. And it's... Yeah. Um, he always talks about, like, he's like, if the 3D, if the beat-em-ups had, like, properly transitioned into 3D, like, that's what it would look like, or whatever, according to him. And uh, it's kind of like a party game, too, honestly. But anyway, mm-hmm. it's it's really, like, it has a lot of the, like, qualities of beat-em-ups and stuff, and then it has, like, a few, like, extra things in there, too. Like, you can, like, the square button dodges or whatever, and you can, like, target mm-hmm. different body parts and, like, dodge out from different body parts and stuff, like, oh, by cool. predicting where your enemy is going to try to hit you or grab you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. It's really fun. Like, if you if you get a multi-tap in this day and age and sit down <laughs> with four people and have, like, a tournament or something, you'll probably have the time of your life. Like, it's, it's definitely, like, a game you, I think, would just want to get drunk and play with your friends for like <laughs> I'm, I'm watching hours. it right now and it does seem pretty fun i'm not gonna lie it's yeah, really it's fun. fun really fun with other people the single player is maybe one of the hardest things i've ever played in my life but the, the multiplayer oh, is really fun mm. i mean the single player is fun too but it's extremely hard yeah <laughs> uh but yeah it's like they tried to like actually elaborate on the yeah yeah i mean i think he has a point uh my brother that is that if it um it, it really does feel like a it's like a minimal derivation from the beat em up genre i feel like you know what just you just reminded me of i think like one thing that you could say all right this is probably like the closest that beat em up has gotten to like 3d is no more heroes mm-hmm. i think that can oh, actually really qualify you never play it no i haven't it's been like one of those things that's on my peripheral for the last like 15 years Okay, yeah, because that 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 almost qualifies as like a character action game, but like it doesn't have enough there to make it one. So I, I feel like it it really really feels like it's just like a like a three D. I'd like mode. to play, it, yeah, definitely. It looks cool. I like the art style and stuff. Yeah. I, I I think what happened to like beat 'em ups, they just turned into like hack and slashes. Yeah, I think you're like probably right. uh, yeah, yeah. like like we mentioned with uh, Dynasty Warriors and or mm-hmm. like all the Muso games in yeah. general. Yeah, I love um, them so much. I mean, those, those definitely carry the, the jank. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I can also see how um, No More Heroes is, could be considered like a beat-em-up, like 3D. Because you go around hitting dudes and then it's just like every once in a while you get like a Wii motion for effect. Like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. super every one out there and like, it's, it, it seems that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, that's wow. interesting. What have you oh, been doing? Um, <laughs> Jordan, I, I, Jordan, I saw you've been playing. Uh, I saw you've been playing Kingdom Hearts. Like, <laughs> oh, really? Got really excited <laughs> yeah. about it. Yeah, t- 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 tell me, tell me where you are and what you think of it so far. It's just because um, like that game is. Wait, Kingdom Hearts one? Yeah, yeah Kingdom I've been Hearts playing. One. Okay. Well, so I've tried to play Kingdom Hearts one like four times, and every time I'm like, yeah, I don't like this, and then I put it down. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> recently, I have I don't know, I've just been replaying stuff or whatever anyway i haven't played it for a couple of days so my Mm. uh memory might be a little sketchy because i forget things within about five minutes but um i think i just the last world that i had did before i turned it off was the pinocchio world Mm -hmm. um and i don't know i mean i think 
my opinion of it is definitely higher than it was the first four times I played it because <laughs> I'm still <laughs> playing it uh, and I've gotten a lot farther than I did. I think the last time I played it, I literally only played like two or three worlds and I was just like, ah, I don't want to do this. Um, I think like, uh, I, I was talking to one of my other friends who put it down really quickly, like I had done, uh, before and we were kind of talking about it. And I think he said the reason that he didn't like it was that the controls were really janky. And, uh, I kind of like was thinking about that and I was like, I guess he's kind of right. Like, cause I was kind of trying to figure out what I didn't like about it the first time, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, one thing is that I don't really care that much about Disney. I mean, I do like it, but, um, I don't know a lot about it, I guess. So like some of the references and stuff were sort of lost on me, maybe in some of the characters, Mm -hmm. but, um, I don't know. I I think like maybe kind of what we're talking about, like if you look at like God of War or something like that, you have like third person action games or, or character action games where like, I think the control scheme has kind of been like nailed down and usually it's that like uh distant camera or whatever so you can kind of like mm-hmm. see all the enemies at one time and stuff like that and kingdom mm-hmm. hearts kind of does this more like um intimate camera where it's kind of like over the shoulder or whatever and like you kind of have like to, really uh, behind the back yeah yeah you gotta kind of like constantly be trying to like lock on to enemies and stuff and i i tend to lose where they are a lot and i think maybe that was uh I don't know, added to the frustration the first couple times I played it on top of the fact that, like, when it starts out, it's, like, ten times harder than it is once you, like, get into it a little bit. Yeah. And, I don't know, that's one thing I observed, too, is that the game has been getting significantly easier the longer it goes on. (laughs) I assume it'll probably get harder near the end, but at the beginning, I was getting the crap kicked out of me. I think what may have happened to me, and I was thinking about this, too, and I actually can't remember. I was playing it on PS3, and as you guys both know, I think... I had been hunting trophies. <laughs> oh, man. So I was always taking like the most uh, quick path through each game. And I think maybe what I had done on PS3 was I had started the game on the hardest difficulty. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, probably. so, yeah. So I remember it being really hard, but this time it was not not that hard. Like, not as hard as I remembered it anyway. I may have died a couple times in the first few something, hours or whatever. Something that's also pretty cool that I think is like the beginning. You know how you ask, you get asked like questions and stuff? Yeah. Uh, it actually determines your like starting stats and what levels up more like, oh, yeah. throughout the game. Does um, just I know like the sorry you go ahead. Oh no, well just for clarification, I was gonna say does it does it just count on the things that you choose the very beginning, or does it also count like like when it asks you like do you want to be like a, a knight or a, a whatever like it's the short the sword the shield and the wand or whatever, mm-hmm. and then afterwards it also asks you like what's your greatest fear and like stuff like that. Does that also factor into? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I don't, I don't remember exactly what, but I know like, obviously the night, the like shield sword, whatever chooses like, um, defense attack magic. But the other questions also determines like, I think it was how fast you gain XP Mm -hmm. or something like that. Um, I think it had something to do with like overcoming obstacles or whatever, but, uh, it had something to do with how fast you gain XP with, like, certain areas. And I thought that was, like, kind of cool. But it's also, like, you know, somebody think... not knowing will, like, probably choose the slowest way to level up. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I hope I didn't choose the most inefficient <laughs> one. Yeah, I think the questions were, what are you most afraid of? What's mm-hmm. most important to you? And mm-hmm. I don't remember what the other was, one was. Yeah, there was, like, another one. I actually, I used to have the strategy guide for that one, funnily enough. <laughs> I there remember. Was, uh... <laughs> when it's like oh, a couple there's like a couple hidden extra bosses like oh in that really game. it's pretty cool yeah 
Um, there's, I don't remember where where or how to trigger them, but I know there's one in um, in the desert in Agraba, and then there's another mm. one at the clock tower in like Neverland. Mm. And those are like really hard bosses. Yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I haven't played it for a couple of days, so I'm kind of on hiatus from it. But I need to go back and finish it before I forget about it. Yeah, no, I, I just I just brought it up because I was like, man, like nobody plays this game now, let alone yeah. like new, like fresh start. So I just had to like well, everybody. A lot of people were hyped about about three. Like all the people that don't even fucking play games were like, yo, Kingdom Hearts three. Never came out. Remember? Yeah, yeah. I was kind of like, I don't want to. I'm trying to like. Let me try to give form to this thought without uh, offending anybody. Nah, just go get <laughs> nah, loose. Go for it. Like, <laughs> okay. we, don't, we don't care. Like, who's well, gonna listen? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's that's what I'm afraid of. I uh, <laughs> I uh, was playing it the other day, and I was thinking about all the like when three was coming out, and uh, honestly, even like people that I've known in my life, it seems that it's so popular with like. Uh, women in particular like <laughs> yeah. girls and stuff love yeah. kingdom yeah, hearts yeah. and i was like this game's pretty hard actually at points and it's like i don't know i, I was just like kind of having like a gamer moment like <laughs> 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 i was like do they really play this because <laughs> it's pretty tough <laughs> at certain points i don't know i was just kind of in shock thinking about that like and like i said like people that i've not like uh women that i've known or do know that are not gamers and like mm-hmm. and don't like actively shy away from difficult games and stuff and they're like yeah i love kingdom hearts i played the crap out of it mm-hmm. and i'm like really because it seems pretty hard and like i don't know yeah. there's just like an incongruency there but I, I suspect that it's also because uh they love disney i guess so they're like yeah they're motivated to play through the pain yeah and you'd be surprised because, like, like you said, like even if they don't really like play games, if they, they might not know what an easy game is, you know what I mean? Like sometimes, yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. Or sometimes you get somebody that doesn't really play games, but they'll be like hella good at Tetris or some shit, <laughs> right. you know? Like just yeah, like just yeah. the one or two games they play, they're like fucking absolutely godlike because it's like the only thing they know. Yeah, so I think I think it's not that uh, not that surprising if it's like you know yeah. if they don't regularly play games, but like you can just make it through Kingdom Hearts. It's, from my understanding, it's also it was also like a lot of first girls like anime crushes, like before they even really knew what like anime was. Because oh, yeah. I mean, like Riku, Sora, Sora you can see like <laughs> Cloud, and then Rocks. Yeah, so it's it's a lot of. Um, I know for sure there's a lot of that, which is why I don't like necessarily associate myself with like the general Kingdom Hearts like populace. I guess you could say, like fan base. There we go. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. the Kingdom Hearts uh, Society. <laughs> the, the Dude, fucking, it's it's, the it's out there. It's it's out there, man. I'm just saying. Like, I'm I'm glad that they like died down. But when when they when they were alive and well, that was yeah. Like, I kind of like. I think in the back of my mind, I kind of always associated it with like Harry Potter, <laughs> just because <laughs> it's like that kind of a vibe. Like the people who get into it get really into it. Uh-huh. like yeah. talk about it a lot and stuff but i mean it's okay i'm i've i've been enjoying what i've been playing but i don't really have a lot of bad things to say about it i think mm-hmm. like i've been doing this thing and i'm not going to get too into it here but i uh and mostly because i'm like starting to abandon it anyway because i'm realizing i'm <laughs> crazy but uh i had been going through and, and taking all these like really popular like everybody loves them games like kingdom hearts 2 was one of them for instance and then I would go through and make this list of all the games that preceded that game 
and then I was kind of playing them in chronological order and then like adding one more game and all its like predecessors mm. to the list or whatever. So what you said earlier about like nobody really plays this anymore, that's like <laughs> I've been like trapped playing NES games for like half a decade <laughs> because that's like <laughs> that's just like where I like naturally slot in if I don't You're finally like, coming out of your freaking cage. Yeah, <laughs> I've been like slowly like crawling forwards like back towards the modern Fuck. day or whatever. Man, it's like you fucking, it's like fucking, uh, like the missing link, like unfrozen or some <laughs> shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, what's been doing it for me has been Resident Evil. I gotta say, it's like the, <clears throat> like playing Resident Evil One and Two and stuff is like the. Are, are you playing the the actual like classics for the PlayStation One or the remakes? Yeah, yeah I've been playing on play, uh, PlayStation One, obviously. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I just wanted to be sure. I yeah. just wanted to be absolutely sure. Yeah, I, I played because. Um, oh, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, you can honestly play the... If you by any chance can get your hand on a GameCube, mm-hmm. the oh, yeah. Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3 remakes are the exact same games, but just better graphics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I actually am going to play uh, the GameCube remake, I think, pretty soon. Um, yeah, I played 1 through 3 in Code Veronica, and then lately I've been playing uh, Resident Evil Survivor, which sucks, and I'm probably just going to skip it, honestly, <laughs> but... It's kind of fun, I guess, but... Is that, like, the quote-unquote FPS one? Yeah, it's, like, a light gun game. They took the... Yeah, yeah. They took the light gun support out of the North American release for some reason, but I found, like, a hack that put it back in, so I burned it, and then I bought a gun con and... Oh, nice. Played it for, like, a night, and I was like, this wasn't really worth it, but... (laughs) 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 It's okay. I don't know. It wasn't worth all the hassle, but... Yeah. (laughs) But you said you could say you did it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I care more about making it work sometimes than I do actually about playing the game. <laughs> the fucking trouble, troubleshooting is like half the fun. Like, it really yeah. is sometimes. It really is. Because uh, then you fi- that that satisfaction of finally being able to play it is just. Oh yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. The first like uh, fifteen minutes or whatever, you're like, "This is the best game I've ever played." <laughs> yeah. Really, like, Twenty minutes, you're like, "Actually, it kind of sucks." Yeah, it's always, especially yeah. if you're like fucking, if it's like some obscure fucking PC game you're trying to get to like your friends to play. And mm. it's like, okay, you, we all download oh it from, like, God. a shady fucking website at the same time. And it's like, it just doesn't work. So, okay, yeah. let's just figure out. Let's get this random-ass patch that somebody made in 2004 and Ugh, put it yeah. on. <laughs> but when it works, though. Many gruesome memories of that sort of thing. Yeah, I, uh, I had originally brought up Resident Evil, I guess, because, like, it's, like, the perfect uh, half and half between, like, almost... It's, like a bad modern game and also a bad classic game. <laughs> like, it's, it's, uh, it's too much cinematics to be like a good classic game. And the cinematics are too just awful to be a good modern game. So it's like yeah. mm-hmm. kind of in between, I guess somehow, I don't know. That's, that's the missing link right there. I think <laughs> it's pretty Where's fun though. Even? Yeah. I've been enjoying it. So anyway, yeah, King... that was, that was still like almost like the transition between 2d and 3d. Like that was still happening. Oh yeah. 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 Totally. And it kind of is 2D if you want to get it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> in, a, in a sense, yeah. Especially, like, the first three. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Uh, man, it blew my mind when Code Veronica went uh, 3D. I was, like, I felt like I was living in 2001 <laughs> or whatever. I was, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like this is yeah. amazing. Also, I think that's why people really didn't too. like it. Because, like, what I said, I think, like, the, the lighting wasn't right or some shit. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, like, uh, it, it was one of the first, like, uh, 3D Resident Evil games. Yeah, so they, 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 they find, I know they, they finally ditched the the pre-render backgrounds. That's the the point. Yeah, exactly. That's what. Yeah, 
they did that there. Yeah, it was okay. It was probably one of the worst ones actually out of the group, <laughs> but it's like fun, I guess. Like it's it's like in the same vein as the other Resident Evils, like that's very similar formula and stuff. But yeah, you can tell like after like one and two and kind of three, like all stay pretty like tight into like the formula of like where the story is going and then by the time they hit code veronica you could tell they were just like i don't know it doesn't matter anymore <laughs> it's just yeah. as long as there's like zombies and maybe some like big stuff like <laughs> they just like completely went off the rails with that one mm-hmm. it's uh, not a bad game though. i was gonna say something about resident evil but i totally forgot now sorry <laughs> nah it wasn't important and pin you to the oh, wall with um, Code Veronica were you going to play Zero also? Yeah, probably. <clears throat> it's on my list. Uh, that doesn't mean anything, but the intention <laughs> is to play it, yeah. Oh, and uh, is by any chance the Onimusha series on your list? Uh, not yet, but I have played Onimusha 1 uh, like three times and like right in a row because I liked it so much. And I would like to play it again sometime. I, I, I need played... to play that. I played you, you would, you, you would play. <laughs> Yeah, you keep Wait. telling me like that looks like a, like a game that I'd actually freaking. I enjoy. thought you did play it one time. I I, uh, I I think I started it, but like something was mm. wrong with like my emulator or some shit. But I think now there's like a PC version that I can play. Yeah, think, it's on yeah. Steam. It's also on PS4. Mm-hmm. I'll probably uh, get that I, now. I really liked uh, Onimusha Three because yeah. it it comes with that that French actor dude. Like he's like a main <laughs> part of the game, and I think you can even play as him. Like my brother, <laughs> it, was, uh, it was it was pretty cool. Yeah, my brother loved that game when it came out. He always was like, because I remember when the 360 PS3 generation started, he was like, uh, for like multiple years during the opening of that, he was always like really smug. Like, uh, he's like, it still doesn't look as good as Onimusha 3. (laughs) 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 So apparently it looks really good. I haven't played it yet. I played a little bit of 2, but I didn't commit. Yeah, you would you would love it, uh, Alex. Man, there's a there's a really good uh, mechanic in there where uh, yeah, that guy's beautiful. Um, <laughs> um, there's a, a really good mechanic in Onimusha one that I love where uh, you can counter in the game, but it's like balls out counter. Like you have to you can't be in defense stance. You have to attack at like the last moment of when they're attacking you. Like you, oh shit yeah it's like no defense counter and if you do it it like instantly kills almost any enemy in the game but like, of yeah, course you like, like Sekiro. yeah uh, you, you just eat the hit full like tilt if you miss mm-hmm. <laughs> um well ah, i like i like the game and I, i'm a big fan of the series and i was really happy when i heard that there was going to be another one but like kind of sad that it was just like neo like Neo is like the spiritual successor to Onimusha, but like I just I want another Onimusha. <laughs> what is like, that? Oh Neo. Oh, oh yeah 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 yeah. Nio. Actually, I didn't know that. I thought Neo was like its own thing. Yeah I no, like uh, a while back, like before Neo was like officially announced, it was rumored that like there was gonna be a new Onimusha. I think it was because like the creator or something was making the new, the new game, mm-hmm. but then it turned out to be Neo. So like mm-hmm. people were like sad and happy because Neo ended up being fun or good, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> Sad because you know, good. yeah, but sad because you know, no new Onimusha game. Does it right. play is, like uh, Onimusha, kind of, or does it? Uh, I'd have, I'd say so. Like, it has some similar mechanics, but it's a little 
closer to Dark Souls now than yeah. it is to Onimusha. That's what I I associated it with Dark Souls and was like I don't really want to play that right now, but I I do yeah. want to eventually. Yeah, it's probably. definitely closer to Dark Souls, but like they picked up the whole like demons part of <clears throat> Onimusha, like the Japanese demons, but they're not right. like all out like that either they're some of them are just straight up japanese demons instead of like zombies wearing japanese armor i mean mm-hmm. which is fine right but uh, yeah because from what you're telling me actually like uh and we should sense a lot more like sekiro in terms of gameplay because sekiro is not really sekiro is less souls than neo um, you know what i mean like it's yeah it's more like its own thing i'm gonna suggest that maybe the reason that it came up was because we were talking about resident evil <laughs> onimusha <laughs> one uh plays a lot like well it doesn't play like resident evil but it's structured like resident evil where it's mm-hmm. got uh, items that you find and puzzles and stuff and you're kind of running around mm-hmm. uh on right. stationary screens and stuff like that so it, it does it has like a weird it's like a survival horror but also a hack and slash also oh, twin three are not like that I thought I, I I assumed that every Two. every game was like only only Musha one. Just... I'm not 100 percent qualified to answer this question, so uh, Ricky, <laughs> correct me if uh, I'm wrong. Yeah, it, it's honestly been like a good amount of years <coughs> since I played them. Also, I see. Uh, well, I, I I've been wanting to play them again, but like I don't I don't want to emulate them. I would I would rather they have like a new like mm. HD release, like they did with one. Like I think I have it, but I just need to play it. Mm. Yeah. But, uh, I, I'm honestly waiting to see if they come out with like two and three, just so I can be like, oh, okay, they're never gonna do it again. So I'm not really gonna play it just to be sad, kind of thing. I th- uh, I think uh, one, well, I just described one a minute ago, but two is like uh, it's sort of it's similar in formula, but there's also elements of like uh, you like go around on some kind of overworld map or something. I'm remembering and like you recruit people or something. And it's like it's a little bit evolved from that formula, and then three I seem to remember being more of like a God of War almost kind of a thing, like the little bit of it I played. It's like a hack and slash, just straight up. Yeah, three three is definitely more hack and slash. Uh, two still does have a bit of that, um, in my opinion, like survival horror bit aspect that we were talking about because you still get like a lot of it. items, inventory. There's stuff to like boost your max health, so it's. It still like keeps it, but it's not like all does, the way. <laughs> does it have tank controls? The first one does. Uh, the third one does. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if the second one does. I actually can't remember, and I don't remember about the third one either. I don't think the third one does because, like I said, the third one is a little bit more. It's way more actiony from what I remember. And I don't think tank controls would have worked, so I'm pretty sure it's not. It's hard I think to remember, two though. kind of has tank controls. <laughs> like you, you turn kind at of? the same spot, but if you're already running, like you. Hmm. You, oh, can, you can move fluidly. Yeah, I really can't remember. One one definitely does, though. Mm-hmm. But I think, I mean, well, I'm a uh, defender and lover of tank controls, but one, I think it <laughs> works really well in that uh, feeling of, like, in, in the first one, you kind of have this uh, feeling like you're, you know, whatever, like a samurai or whatever, so you sort of, mm-hmm. like, whenever an enemy pops on the screen, you're like, square up, and you, like, <laughs> take, like, a wide stance, you know, whatever. Like, it feels like you shouldn't yeah. be able to, like, just run around and jump out of the way and stuff, because it kind of, like, heightens the... It's like Resident Evil. Like, you want... You kind of got to get your weapon pick out your, and... Pick your fights. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So, Jordan, you play so, a shitload of games. <laughs> I sure <laughs> what, do. What... What are your 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 favorite games? Do you have like mm. a like a like a top like a like a three by three or something that you consider like <laughs> best shit? I hate this question. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it, it literally changes all the time. So mm-hmm. I'll just like I th- I think like 
there's a couple that I like give notoriously that I'm sure you're more than familiar with. Like I always say like one of the rhythm heavens probably mm-hmm. and like uh, a lot of the time I say Disgaea, Hour of Darkness, specifically the first one. And all the other ones are good too, but I really like the first one a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course I always say like Katamari Damashi or We Love Katamari or just whatever, one of those because mm-hmm. they're basically all the same. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't know. Those are like the probably the three like always going to give them. And like, I don't know, from, from year to year, even like month to month, I feel like it changes because it just depends on what I've been playing lately and like what's made yeah. like a big impact on me. Like you guys mentioned Rondo of Blood earlier. I had actually, I played all of the Castlevanias up through um, Symphony in the Night, actually including Symphony in the Night like mm-hmm. a few years ago. Nice. And I skipped Rondo of Blood for some reason. And then earlier this year, I did it again. I don't know why. <laughs> but I, I played them all. And then this time I did play Rondo of Blood. And I was like, man, this game is so it's good. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> so, you know, like I definitely at, the, at that time, maybe even now would have been inclined to probably put that pretty high. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I think Metal Gear Solid, the whole series, has probably earned its reputation as mm-hmm. being a, a great, like, yeah, game. I, I played like I replayed Metal Gear One recently, and that game still holds up really, yeah. really well. Yeah, it's I just amazing. played it a few months ago. Yeah, man, I gotta say, well, depending on what your metric is, like, mm-hmm. so if I'm saying like my favorite games just to play or whatever, it's probably gonna be stuff like Mega Man X or whatever. But games mm-hmm. that really have made like a large impact on me and stuff, like, I yeah, guess I'll, I'll talking about them. That. Yeah, talking about them like as an art or whatever. Like, recently, I just replayed Metal Gear Solid 2 for the second time. And I was thinking, like, it's really... Uh, the themes and stuff in it are really relevant, I feel like, even now. Definitely. And, <laughs> yeah, and, for uh, sure. Yeah. To, to my life personally and stuff, even. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I think that's that's been a... That was a good play recently. I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. I played mm-hmm. the, almost the whole game in one day. Also, weirdly, <laughs> I played it on April 30th without... Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't remember that that was a key plot point, and then Genius when, yeah, <laughs> when, when uh, they're like uh, talking about April thirtieth or whatever, I was like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> <laughs> Game got really meta, for like a good <laughs> even yeah. more than they already went. Right. Makes you temporarily like, like wonder if it's like a psycho manus thing, like they like yeah. pull the date from the console. Didn't didn't you like Death Stranding actually? yeah i did i don't think i'd put it on my like top ever i didn't finish it that's the other thing Mm -hmm. um but i like that's like another category of like best games ever when it comes to like not is it fun to play not is it meaningful the third category is like is it just stupid like is it yeah (laughs) (laughs) is it just is it an art like is it like the the deadly premonition category that kind of (laughs) right well that and like i guess like also being like innovative and like particularly like i really like, like stuff that's super detailed and mm-hmm, death stranding yeah. and really in general kojima games but death stranding had a lot of uh just dumb stuff that had a lot of detail put into it for no reason like it's <laughs> yeah. not helpful to anybody and in fact it's just harmful to you sometimes but like i remember mm-hmm. we were talking about it because like i still think about it on like a 
like daily basis for some reason <laughs> but uh when i first started playing it and like i had like a big stack of stuff on my back and i <laughs> i walked under this like archway because i thought that you know whatever i was just like gonna clear it. video game yeah, shit. yeah. <laughs> and just scraped it off the top. <laughs> <laughs> and i just like doubled over laughing for like a solid minute like <laughs> that's so unnecessary like it's so dumb why, why would you like i just imagine like that like kojima even being like it has it has to collide and not like like, <laughs> <laughs> like forcing the programmers to work overtime to make sure that yeah, the bridge like, scrapes the thing off the top here yeah. it's like, this, this is my dream this is my vision you will make it <laughs> yeah. fall off man so i yeah, just touches thinking just, about that detail it's fucking insane like the shit that you can actually do in like part yeah, two and yeah. three like that game, I guess, like at high level, quote unquote, it's like so insane to watch. <laughs> Competitive like, death training. Yeah, because even what is it like? Uh, uh, I used to play a shitload of MGS2 back in the day, also, mm. and like I did like all the VR missions and everything. But like, in within the VR mission, you find out like a bunch of shit like that I didn't do my first playthrough of like the the campaign or like the original game. Oh yeah. Oh my like, god. There's yeah. so much shit to that game. Man, the the even in Metal Gear Solid 1's VR missions, there's a bunch of stuff I hadn't seen yeah. before. I freaking... My favorite mission in that one, I was playing it recently, because uh, I played it after the first one. Uh, I, like, there's a mission where... Um, there's like two cameras inside of like a box or whatever and there's a guard that patrols around the outside and your mission is to destroy the dude kill the guy and destroy the two cameras and the way that you do it is to wait until he walks by and then run up behind him and attach c4 to his back (laughs) 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 and then wait for him to walk up to the cameras and then detonate it it took me like 15 minutes to figure it out but i was like i refuse to look this up and then like in like your, your like last moment of like you've already like tried everything you can think of and you're just like what if <laughs> what if eureka <laughs> <laughs> oh and like not the like totally derail but freaking the other thing that was great about that game those uh um uh what do you call them um, murder mystery missions <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> you play those? oh my god they're so they're so funny like i was laughing my butt off playing those like the <laughs> the one that uh i was telling people about that cracks me up is it's like that every mission it gives you like a uh like a way that you can find the killer or whatever and one of them is like he's very nervous and then like you go up and like look into their eyes and then when you get the correct guy or whatever and look at him in first person you just hear like (laughs) 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 it's so awesome that's a great i like as far as like fun to play, like Metal Gear Solid VR missions might actually be like better than the actual Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> but they're all they're all really good. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I don't know. It's a very complicated question. It depends on what your metrics are. It depends on like how, what I've been doing lately. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, I, I like. I guess really, I like anything that's uh, really original and strange and out there. And I also like <laughs> rhythm games. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and uh i don't know i, I pretty i try to like i try to find something to enjoy about everything so if i can mm-hmm. so i don't know i don't know what my favorite that's, games are that's a good answer <laughs> thanks good long form answer mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> allow me to uh read you my prepared speech <laughs> about what my favorite games are uh, oh yeah, so this is the topic that we've all been waiting for. 
I've been so on the edge of my seat. Check, yeah, check your fucking <laughs> check your bingo cards, everybody. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's time to talk about VR games. <laughs> so you've been so that, like, you're in pain. <laughs> 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 He's got a VR sickness. <laughs> um, I, I got actually got a kind of funny story about VR sickness. We'll get into the games in a second. Oh, so um, I, I was I was uh, not necessarily sickness, right? But I was pl- I was on VR chat for like a good good amount of hours, like just hanging oh, out yeah. with some people. And then like I turned it off, went to sleep, woke up. But when I woke up, I felt like I was still in VR. Oh, or, like, yeah. I felt like I was still in VR, and that was like weird. Like nothing felt real. I was like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it's so sketchy. Yeah, that happened to me too. And I think it happens to a lot of people when you, especially when you're like adjusting to it, and like mm-hmm. you, your mind like can't. I don't know, like process the like going from <laughs> Real like one reality yeah, to the other one. Exactly, it's weird. Like that, that it always happens. What happens to me is like the disconnect. Like you know, like whenever, whenever I'm done playing and I take my headset off, like it, it takes me that little, that small little moment to like I just like okay, this mm-hmm. is real life. <laughs> like, <laughs> the unfortunate thing is that like I don't know, like I think it's well, not to overcomplicate it, but. I know they say, like, our brains are, like, plastic or whatever. Like, you, you can, like, neurons can, like, form new connections and new stuff pathways, or whatever. Yeah. So, like, I think that what has happened to me, like, I've spent so much time in VR that at some point I've, like, have gained this, like, dual awareness of, like, that I'm, like, in real life and in VR at the same time. And now, unfortunately, <laughs> that, like, doesn't happen to me anymore. Like, I'm always, like, subconsciously aware that I'm in my room at the same time. It kind of ruins, <laughs> ruins the magic a little bit. Although it's still pretty fun, yeah, yeah. That that that's the same thing with me. Like I'm always like aware that like yeah I'm in my room, but it just it happened like after I woke up. Like that was like the the trippy. Yeah, part. You, you were like, like <laughs> not that conscious. <laughs> the person yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> sleepy, yeah. stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit, what the fuck? Like it, it, it was pretty cool though, because I'd never. It's something I never experienced before, so mm-hmm. I was I was like happy that it happened. If that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you've actually Especially been like enjoying a VR chat a lot. Like I didn't, I, I, you were one <laughs> person that I didn't expect you were you would get into. Really? The the main reason being is because it's just like usually when I want to hang out or talk to people, people are usually busy or like mm-hmm. asleep. So it, I'm just I've just been using it to like um, compensate for that lack of uh, I guess hum- yeah. social <laughs> social life, especially like yeah. in fucking like Corona time. Yeah, especially yeah, because of that. Yeah, and, uh, oh, go ahead. <laughs> uh, now I was just going to finish it up with also um, during the day, like I hardly get on like during the day. But when I do, I usually try and find like the Japanese world and chill with like mm. the Japanese people. And I'll just hear them talk and like try and like immerse myself to better understand the language and shit that they're talking about. Yeah, uh, I was I was actually telling um, Alex Jordan that I hung out in one of them and I was like a crab. And they, <laughs> they were like... <laughs> They were laughing because they were just talking about like crabs, and uh, one of them was like, "Oh yeah, so like this is how you make like a nice good crab stock." And he was talking about like how to like cut it, shell it, and I understood like some of it because I see a lot of like Japanese food shit. Yeah, <laughs> so, awesome. And I was like, "Oh, this is pretty cool." But then, um, and then it went devolved into like some VR chat shenanigans to where like this one dude saw me turned into an isopod, and we had a fucking crab isopod battle. So like that was. <laughs> hype <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i well 
you sort of formed a natural segue into I don't know I, I'm not looking at the uh, the notes here but <laughs> hopefully I'm not skipping topics but I was gonna say that you were saying that you know you wanted to talk about like other uses for VR and stuff and that's yeah. like one of the big things that uh, I had noticed as somebody who's like also studying Japanese and uh, is vaguely interested in other languages too that you have a lot of potential to just find like like one of my friends is uh, is Russian. And like every once in a while, I just would join off them, and then suddenly you're surrounded by Russian people speaking native Russian. It's like <laughs> yeah. you can't. That's not an experience you can have in backwater USA. Like exactly. yeah, you know, whatever. Exactly. You can basically easily like submerse in any culture that you can find a world for. I guess, mm-hmm. which is pretty pretty awesome. A really valuable resource because apparently that's one of the best ways to just learn, right? Like just fucking yeah, throw absolutely. yourself at it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what I'm trying to do right now, too, is literally just like, all right, I'm going to sleep to nothing but like Japanese shows, like <laughs> movies, TVs, just to like get some more like of the language in my head. Yeah, totally. Even if I'm not like conscious about it, but as long as it's there in the background, like I'm technically sort of learning through osmosis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think like, uh, I don't know, people are of like varying opinions, I guess, on the usefulness of like that. But I, I think it could only like help. I mean, it can't really hurt anything, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, for, for you know, sure. Whatever. You can't, you can't unlearn so. shit from it, I guess. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Yeah, I've certainly, and also like once you have a baseline, like context or whatever in Japanese, I think sometimes you can like uh, still learn. Well, I've certainly learned words from nothing but Japanese, I guess is what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. sort of by accident, like picked up words just by hearing them spoken in certain contexts and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's what I told Ricky were like, because of like our our exposure with like games and anime and just like random shit, mm. um, we uh, we we got past the hardest part from ling- of learning a language, which is like usually once you can tell sentences apart or once you can comprehend that it's like okay, these are words being spoken. You know what I mean? Like mm. it's not just complete gibberish. Yeah, like yeah. that's when you like when you said like we say you have like a baseline that you can build off of. Mm. Yeah, totally. Also, like a basic vocabulary, I guess, helps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you can get that. I'm sure you already have some of the, like, if you have, like, basic uh, understanding of, like, uh, sentence ordering and stuff like that, you will right. sort of inherently mm-hmm. pick up words. Also from really strange words, like, I mean, strange uh, contexts, like, uh, for some reason, like, it's funny, like, weird things that you hear in weird places will stick, like, 800 times harder than things you, like, <laughs> intentionally studied. Because I remember... In Disgaea 3, one of the characters is constantly saying Nisei Yusha, which means, like, fake hero. And, like, I've never forgotten <laughs> those two words for, like, the, ever since then, because yeah. I don't know why. It's just, like, firmly stuck in my brain for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but, yeah, I've been uh, I've been playing a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, th- uh, I think that's not, pretty common. Not just VR chat, but, like, just games in general like or beat saber technically yeah beat saber like it's the killer app like every everybody fucking loves beat saber that's fun i i find that a lot of people when they first get vr they seem to really overindulge in it myself included (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) uh, there were a lot of late nights the first like month or so Mm -hmm. I've, i've literally played beat saber to the point where my body can't like move anymore and i was like all right well that's one because i never exercise and like <laughs> two because there's like now. some two because like i'm decent at rhythm games already because mm-hmm. like i've been playing them basically all my life mm-hmm. so i'm already at like expert or some expert plus level songs 
yeah without having to without having to like climb climb the body ladder of like normal and hard <laughs> so like my my mind can keep up but my body can't so i've i yeah, found myself totally. like where my body's just like yeah dude like i don't know what the fuck this is like we need to chill <laughs> yeah there's another so speaking of uses of vr exercise is one of them and uh like freaking uh what is this game called thrill of the fight there's this website i don't know if it's still running right now but they uh were categorizing vr games by having people in like a controlled environment playing them and then measuring their heart rate over time and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and categorizing them by exercise intensity and this game thrill of the fight which is a boxing game was like their highest rated game and they rated it as being equivalent to sprinting. <laughs> oh, <heart> fuck. <laughs> it's it is very very tiring. That's for sure. I was trying to play it to exercise for a while, and I was like, I don't know. I just got sick of having my VR headset get extremely sweaty all the time after like two minutes. Right. But you can definitely you can get like a removable cover or whatever. And I guess also during quarantine, that would be a good way to exercise if you don't want to go outside. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, I've been I've been using Beat Saber mainly only because yeah, of, good one for that. there's some there's some there's some parts of my shoulders that like hurt a lot because like I'll keep my arms up for like an extended period of time and I'm like this is if this hurts it's probably working out so I should probably just keep doing this which is also my excuse to just keep playing the game. That's something I've noticed because like I, I play I, I instead of Beat Saber I played a lot of uh, Pavlov and a lot of like H3 VR. And uh, I didn't realize how much, like, just holding your arms up while, like, holding a gun, like, how much that tire, how tiring that is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, totally. Yeah, for like, oh my, I actually have two things to say about that. One, well, I'll, I'll go in reverse order. What I was thinking, the, the first one I was thinking was that uh, in VR chat um, back when we were hanging out, out a long time ago, we were talking about. Um, t-posing yeah (laughs) and we were a couple of us were like t-posing near each other as a joke and somebody was like we should have a competition so we were like standing there like t-posing as long as possible and like i I gotta tell you after like five or six minutes your arms feel like like somebody is jagged like just sticking knives into your biceps (laughs) like it's it hurts so bad like just literally just holding your arms out to your side you wouldn't imagine that it's so painful like it it really is difficult (laughs) to do and then the other thing i was gonna say was that uh I the first time I played Climby, I uh, which yeah. I know we're going to talk about that anyway, but mm-hmm. I uh, played it for like a night or whatever, and I was like, oh, was, you know, no big deal, whatever, just playing. And then like the next morning, I woke up and I was like, I can't lift my arms. <laughs> 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 like it's it's a much more of a workout than you think it's going to be. Yeah, no, same. I I I, I felt the same way. Like because um, that was like my my day one experience. I played Climby with you, like after trying oh, out really? like, the, the stupid like little demo and like. That that was my first true like VR. Did you get sick? Games. I don't remember. <laughs> and it was it was great. It was awesome. But yeah, I, I, I hate fucking climbing. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate climbing. Yeah, this is weird to I, talk I, about. I um I I I don't hate it for like the mechanics or whatever. Uh-huh. Like that's just like eventually you'll be you'll learn like how to properly fling yourself. Like that's fine. And I was like figuring it out. Jordan saw me like figuring it out. Oh yeah, totally. But the 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 thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, legitimately, I'm not being sarcastic. You actually did a lot while you're playing. But, um, like, my my brain, even though, like, I know it's a video game and mm. I'm, I'm very conscious that it's not real, with a good amount of the levels, my body would just freak out and shut down so I just could not move. Or, like, whenever I would, um, 
fall off like a ledge, I would literally just like stay frozen in place because I would be falling off the world. And Jordan was like, there's there's a button so you could respawn faster. And I'm like, yeah, but I just can't move my hands. Like, <laughs> yeah, and uh, <laughs> I was going to ask, like, I don't know, like, because you mentioned, like, okay, you know, it's not real, but is it because, like, the illusion is too good? Like, the, just the visual thing? Because I know, I, even, I I get it in, uh, like, I'm not scared of heights, but, like, I do get, let's say, if I'm, like, playing Apex or something and I fucking fall off a building, I get that vertigo <laughs> anyway, right? Like, mm. if I can, I don't I know. I actually don't get, like, I, I, I don't brace get my stomach, Apex. like. Oh, okay. Fucking falling. I don't know. Uh, It hardly happens with, like, video games. Like, I think there was, like, a few, like, um, I think in Payday, for some reason, it it happened to me, too, when I, like, looked (laughs) down. But it wasn't, like, as bad. I'm I'm pretty sure it was because it was just, like, you know, computer screen. Mm -hmm. But I I think it's literally just because my fear of heights is just that big Mm. that it it very easily transfers into video games or stuff that I'm playing in, like, a first-person perspective. Mm -hmm. Well... I think that people, and like, I don't know, if, if you are listening to this and you haven't played VR, I think that a lot of people underestimate how immersive that it's actually going to be. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it's easy to look at people playing it and be like, oh, it's like having a TV strapped to your face. Like, that's basically what you expect it to be like. But then once you actually put it on and, and wear the headset and stuff, my first, like, realization yeah. was that, like, it's not like a 2D thing like stuck to your face it's like you're physically like you're in a 3d environment is what it feels like Mm -hmm. so like i think that people's fears and stuff are really uh, (laughs) almost as strong as they are in real life because again it's like your brain can't properly uh like Mm -hmm. decipher between yeah Yeah, because it it tries to like i guess adapt to like what it's seeing or that's because it's not it's not only your sight because like uh yeah you you do realize that you're in a 3d environment because like there's depth and everything right but like it's also mm. if you're holding the controllers you have like tactile shit too and especially if you grab stuff it like vibrates yeah, with it absolutely. and like yeah it's almost even... like sensory deprivation like but like adding like <laughs> yeah. suggestion to it right it really is actually yeah, yeah and, and even your sense of balance like uh mm-hmm. i remember when i was playing vr chat and i was still pretty new to vr there was this world and i guess it's probably still exists but you uh can ride these sleds down the hill or whatever and i got on one and slid down the hill and i was standing up because i just really wasn't i guess expecting you know anything mm-hmm. unusual and the speed and the turning and stuff or whatever just completely <laughs> yeah. made me lose my balance i was like stumbling around like trying to find something to grab because <laughs> i was like falling on the floor trying to stand up straight because your body is like is seeing i guess your eyes are seeing the movement and you're like trying to compensate for this like mm-hmm, exactly. the wind that's blowing you over or whatever but there's nothing actually there <laughs> but anyway that that also fades with time i guess but especially when you first start out it's, it's extremely intense like uh your sort yeah. of immersion and stuff and i i was telling uh ricky too when we were playing climbing my brother um had this similar experience because he's also deathly afraid of heights i threw him in uh super hot and there was this level where you're up on this ledge and you're supposed to shoot down at these guys over a railing and he just was not about it at all. Like, I mean, it's like it's like 15 feet or something like that. And he was, like, in VR, like, physically, like, cowering away from the thing. Like, turned around backwards, like, trying to shoot behind him so he didn't have to look. <laughs> so, I don't know. The the sense of immersion is much greater, I think, than people are prepared for when they... Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, if, if you haven't tried it, like, once you try it, like, you'll know that it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, absolutely. It happened to me, too, because I tried it at a fair and uh, uh, tried to in a um what do you call that thing virtuous omni the uh 
omnidirectional treadmill or whatever yeah. that you just kind of slide around and it's like a bowl. Oh, cool. That was my first experience with it. And I was uh, definitely like, I went into it being like, you know, because he was like, uh, I'll let you try it for $5 or whatever. And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then mm-hmm. like, I put it on and within like 10 seconds, I was like, yep, I'm buying one of these. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. How, how much is that omnidirectional thing anyway? Oh, I, not the treadmill. The treadmill sucked, but. <laughs> oh, yeah. But the actual fucking. Headset. Yeah, the actual headset. That's like, that's I don't know. Fold you on it. I think that you can get on. Well, I don't even know if they make production omnis. Like, I don't know if they ever got that far, but it seems I don't even know what games will be like compatible with it either. Like, I guess anything. Uh, I think they're made that so that you can map them to like a stick, basically. So, uh, Uh you know, you know, whatever, anything with like analog input, like which would be most things in in VR, I guess, right Mm -hmm. now, like VR chat or whatever. Um, I think they are over a thousand dollars. I'm not 100 percent sure about that, but. Um, Sounds about right, to be honest. They're not great. Uh, personally, yeah, I'm, I'm, good, I'm good with stick locomotion. Yeah, because they seem really like clunky, or like they seem like you kept like well, stuff on it. Well, what happened? I guess my review on it, and again, I was totally new to VR, so I was probably disoriented too on top of it. So it probably didn't help. <laughs> but uh, you know, take it with a grain of salt, I guess. But he put me into it, and I was kind of having a hard time getting my feet to like slide on it correctly. Like it felt like it was kind of. Uh, had like a resistance to it or something so i kind of had to push my feet down and then the other thing that happened was that to cause that to happen i had to basically just uh let jesus take the wheel and just kind of lean into the like guardrail or whatever (laughs) like just and it feels like you're literally just like falling like you're you're like leaning forwards, just like falling into the air and trying to like rapidly move your feet to stay upright. Like it's, it's very unpleasant and also very unnatural feeling. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. After trying it, I was like, this is awesome. And like, it would probably add a lot to it if it wasn't so unpleasant. So like, I'll wait for a better implementation of this, I think. Yeah. And so far people, I mean, the, the devs seem to default into one or two things, which is like one is stick locomotion, but mm. with stick locomotion, people still get sick like it's one of the, the easiest yeah. ways to make you sick if you're not get used to it if you're not used to it so the the other one's teleporting which mm. seems to be like everybody's main thing but i think teleporting is very like not immersive like yeah you know, it really it really, well, really breaks immersion for me when i first started out i i felt that it was uh i i guess i didn't have anything to compare it to but yeah after i tried just regular locomotion i was like well i'm never going back to teleport because yeah. you feel like you feel like you have so much more freedom, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't forget about the other form of locomotion, which is the arm swinger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's my favorite one. Yeah, I think uh, I don't know what other game has it, but uh, H3VR um, has, yeah, has it. Oh yeah, Climby has it too, right? Yeah, the, the yeah, fucking yeah, arm swing locomotion does. is too good. I think that's probably my favorite yeah. one. I kind of like it, and I also kind of hate it. It just depends on the. I think it's it's mostly just funny, I guess, kind of like. It works well in climbing because you you gotta walk on these little tiny things and stuff, and it's good to be able to sort of aim your uh, more uh, carefully aim where you're walking and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it seems to work well in there. But I think a lot of the time the stick is probably good. Yeah, I like how it's implemented in H three VR because um, in H three VR you have to hold the button to move, right? But then if you have a arm swing movement. If you're holding one of the buttons, you 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 go slow. But if you're holding both of them, that's the sprint. So you don't have to you know swing your arms as like you're sprinting. Mm-hmm. You just kind of like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like it, it feels like you have a lot of control over your speed. So 
I haven't tried it too much yeah. in these 3VR. I need to play that more. I wish it had like a multiplayer element to it. Like you could be I online. know. I like I like that a little like roguelike minigame. I, I like it way too much. That's probably like most, <laughs> what, where most of my fucking VR hours go to. I love that game. Yeah, but uh, right. if that if game had a multiplayer mode, like it would be pretty sick. Yeah, I agree. I think it would be funny to um, just do weird creative things like uh, trying to like toss a mag to somebody and they catch it in their gun and stuff <laughs> like that. I don't know. You would just have lots of dumb little things you could do in there, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it'd be really fun though yeah I, I agree i think probably where vr shines and where people uh realize that there's something unique about it for the first time or at least while i'm uh all i can speak for is myself i guess where i realized that it had something unique about it was really when the game stopped and it was just me and somebody else just doing nothing <laughs> you sort, of, <laughs> sort of realized that you're just playing around. when you're yeah when you're playing a game with somebody online like a, on a tv screen or whatever your action moments are in the game and then in the downtime you're just like in a lobby or whatever you know you can just hear each other talk and there's not a lot to talk about a lot of the time but in vr it's like there's so many other dimensions to like just being able to see somebody's body and stuff and then like you know (laughs) you play the game and then the game starts to feel like the restrictive thing because once the game is over (laughs) you invent all these other interesting ways to just sort of have fun with other people like with just random objects in the room or whatever like particularly yeah. in, in vr chat i remember when it was still brand spanking new i mean there was basically nothing to do and in the lobby they just had some blocks that had physics on them and you would just like not believe the multitude of ways that we found <laughs> to have fun with those physics blocks like throwing them to each other and trying to hit them like a baseball like <laughs> making towers out of them trying to stand on them and stuff like that trying to play like dice you know whatever just like anything mm-hmm. i don't know it's, it's just like I guess the degree of freedom is so great that you sort of don't realize it until suddenly you're just messing around and you're like, you realize that you can do so much more than you can do in a regular game. Yeah, exactly. Even in a, in a, in a, in a linear game, because that's, uh, that's what I noticed also like in Half-Life Alex, like there's so many fucking ways you can tackle a room and that's yeah, like... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, t- t- tell them about uh, your sister and how she beat something. That was... Uh... Oh yeah, what is it? Like uh, my... That, that was a really cool story. <laughs> yeah, like I, I didn't realize you could do this because I knew you could like uh, throw throw stuff at the at the enemies and they would like get staggered a little bit or whatever. Have you played mm-hmm. Half-Life Alex? Me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I beat it. Oh, okay. So like... So my sister is, was like really really scared of like the head crabs because like she just, like, mm. doesn't like spiders already and it's like kind of still kind of needs to <laughs> be not so alone. She freak out. According she, to friends. so she grabbed a trash like a trash can lid and she used it as a shield, <laughs> <laughs> like just like a riot. So she was like riot shielding into rooms and like just like whacking like head crabs out of the way and that's using so that to protect herself. And like that's something that I didn't even think about doing. Yeah, it's it's really. I mean, I think it's. I guess I don't want to hammer the nail in past the mm-hmm. wood here, but I think <laughs> that it's really uh, incredible. I, like the like. I remember when I when I played Rec Room for the first time, I was amazed by the sheer amount of ways that people found to reload their gun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> people, I don't know if you guys have played it, but in I know about it. Yeah, it's like normally and uh there's like a laser tag type thing and i think you just reload the gun by like pulling the thing back and then like i played it uh online with people and people are like like letting go of it and, like spinning it in the air and grabbing it and cocking it like without it being in their hand and recatching <laughs> it so, i'm like what in the world <laughs> like, <laughs> i don't know it's, i guess it's like one of those things like uh it's particularly fun online because you have uh repeatedly like 
any especially like again in vr chat i guess is a good place for this like you repeatedly have moments where people discover how to do very strange things and then uh, it propagates <laughs> by word of mouth basically mm-hmm. so you see people doing these really unusual things and then you want to know how to do them and whatever and it's like never what the point of what it is like whatever <laughs> yeah. whatever the people made the world for nobody's doing that they're doing some something totally different to have fun probably yeah that's that's a, a really great element of vr i think yeah vr is sick the only the only downside to vr is the prize of entry that's yeah the i agree i kind of got lucky because my uh rift headset was like 300 bucks or something like that wasn't mm-hmm. that bad not not amazing but you know price of a console yeah mine was mine was uh it's also like the 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 the, the cv1 like the first generation rift yeah um yeah mine was like 400 but like now you can't even find them now now everything's like 400 and above like you would think oh think um, i actually anymore. found out you can i actually found out you can get um like the uh, the the oculus site they have refurbished rifts that they're oh selling. yeah oh what totally. the hell? they do indeed. yeah for like for like 300 oh, now cool. nice yeah, that's a great, again, if you're listening to this podcast and you want to get into VR, that would be a great first step. Because I, like, to this day, I still use my Rift and I'm not, there's nothing that is happening in VR that I can't experience. I mean, there's some things that I would like that is improvements, but definitely exactly. you can get the full experience by just buying that $300 Rift. Knuckle. Yeah, Knuckles definitely. Controllers. Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, assuming, assuming you already have, like, a PC that... Is, yeah, like, yeah that, that's, that, that's another thing. You need, like, a, a pretty beefy PC... Um, but isn't there one that like you just need the headset? Yeah, what is it? That, so the the quest that my my yeah. coworker got this the the coworker got the quest and apparently it's a very nice, very okay like standalone experience. Mm. But the thing is, they release like a link cable that you can hook up to like your actual yeah. computer PC. Yeah, so apparently that uh that that, <laughs> that really works. Yeah, yeah, it's not a bad idea. You do have to live with the inside out tracking, which like. People seem to have varying opinions on that. I, I haven't gotten to try it. It sounds... I guess I'm being overly skeptical or something. But yeah, me, me too. It sounds like it would be a pain in the butt. Yeah, um, same. But I have heard people say, no, it's not a big deal, you know, whatever. So. Yeah, I, I think I would like... Well. Uh, I, will, I will get uh, frustrated by not having, like, the, the back of my... Like the back not of myself. Have, not being able to yeah. turn around or whatever. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Stuff, yeah. Well, and when I thought about it, I was like, I can't really think of a lot of, like times when i actually needed that but then like the fact that i don't need it and it's there it's fine but if i like do need it that yeah. one time it doesn't work yeah. i'm gonna be like furious <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah yeah so sure. it's, it's one of the main reasons why i'm going for like the the steam one it's because it's yeah. just like it already has the 2.0 lighthouses mm-hmm. you get the the better lcd screen and you get like the knuckles the knuckles controllers, which the knuckles yeah. the knuckles alone are like 250 yeah so if you if you want like the cheaper headset but still the knuckles you're still gonna end up paying like maybe over a thousand depending on the headset you're getting anyway so it's just like i might as well pay for the steam one so yeah, yeah i would i would highly recommend to anybody getting into vr you get something like a refurbished rift and see how you feel oh, about yeah. it first yeah sure. definitely like uh, what um, is it? Refurbished? Right? If anything, try go try it at a friend's house or try it like in, yeah, in a kiosk absolutely. or something. Like, because totally. there's there's always the possibility that you just might be one of those Not few like people. It. No, maybe one of those few people that like get sick oh, uh, yeah, from VR yeah. forever. Like you just can't get used to it. I think 
okay for there's a small amount of people that just never get sick like they're good right off the bat mm. and there's the majority of the population which like get sick the, the, the very few first few times but then they get they, they get used to it mm-hmm. like the, after yeah. like an hour or two and then there's the that very 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 few amount of people that just can can yeah, never do it absolutely yeah. There, I have my uh, friend's wife is like that. She just can't like, no matter how many times she does it, she just gets sick every time for some reason. But I, I would stress again that if you're worried about that, that's like a that's very uncommon. Like out yeah, of very very uncommon. Ten or fifteen people I've showed it to, she's the only one who's like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I, even like my first time playing it at Alex's, like I had like no sickness or disorientation. Like I mentioned earlier, the only thing was when I woke up. <laughs> and I was like, "This isn't real." <laughs> yes, <laughs> but it wasn't necessarily like a it wasn't yeah, necessarily a sickness. sickness. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, never mind. Uh, well, I had like some. It, I had a vanishing. I also have brain sickness. I like <laughs> rapidly <laughs> forgot what I was about to say. <laughs> but I, I, I mean, I don't know. I guess uh, in like just to squeeze it in or whatever I was going to say, like the other like things about the use of VR, like aside from games or whatever, I know we've already touched plenty on the uh, social aspects. Well, mm. and like, I guess that's another thing. Like I would say, like don't underestimate the amount of like social connection that you can make in VR. Cause I think that's something Ricky's experienced. If you want to talk about that actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I kind of, I kind of don't, but like, I will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, I, I just meant like <laughs> just like hanging out with people and stuff like your yeah, observations. Yeah, like um, like yeah, it's actually really cool because like uh, last weekend or like this past weekend, like um, I had a or I had bought a bottle of whiskey just because I was like missing the taste. <laughs> so I, I've been like sipping on it, but then um, this past weekend, I was like, you know what? It's been a hot minute. I feel like getting a little drunk. So I went to the freaking party world in VR chat, and I met like this whole group of people. And we all just literally had a blast. We were playing like the the games that were in there, taking shots, mm-hmm. like getting to know each other. It was like surprisingly fun and like very very social. Like it felt like we were literally just people. You were just at a party, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like it was really cool. Yeah, I think it's it's another one of those things that's really easy to underestimate. I remember when I first got in uh, VR chat, I was like, I don't know what I was expecting. I guess I was kind of expecting like second life or something like yes yeah. which it kind of that's you. kind of what well, it is to say it kind of is but i uh I, I don't really know but i guess i was expecting also like a, a game or something of some sort but mm. anyway i joined into a world and i mean it was a small user base so everybody was pretty like congregated together and one of the uh like moderators i guess of the team or whatever was just like standing there talking and there was like a circle of people around and he was just talking about like I think this was, um, there had been like a hurricane or something recently and he was like talking about his house, like being destroyed or something. And I was just like standing there listening to him. We were all listening to him and I was like, this is such a weird thing to be doing on the internet. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> listening, talking to this guy about his uh, house, you know, <laughs> like it's just a very weird, like, again, like you're saying, it's like, you're just there in real life. Like, it's like, a you would never stand around and have a conversation about real stuff. And then like, the second night that I got on, some dude was like giving me tips on like building a resume. <laughs> 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 like, I don't know. It's just a very, it's a very interesting experience, especially if you it, are having it for the first time. Yeah, it really is. Like, um, don't, don't get me wrong. There is like a lot of like cancerous people, oh, yeah. but if you can, man- if you can manage to, f- at least now, I don't know about back then, but yeah, back then if you can manage, better, uh, now it's a mess. <laughs> 
if you can manage to find the people that aren't like retarded or like actual <laughs> children um right like you can you can have a pretty good time like i was talking to this one dude in canada or uh, one of the dudes that i tech quote unquote partied with <laughs> right. he, he, he was like telling me um, he's like yeah man like I had this really stressful week. I'm basically the only person working at my job because of like COVID. And he was just like venting to me. I'm like, dude, that sucks. He's like, yeah. So tonight I plan on getting drunk. It's the weekend. I'm <laughs> off. <laughs> and uh, we, had, we had a good time. It was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I think it's like, I, don't know, I was going to say this earlier, but I was like going to wait until we got on the topic. I noticed that like right now during the quarantine, it seems like people are more friendly. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they're more like the i guess like cancer level or whatever in vr chat has like gone down and i think it's because people are like suddenly actually like want human connection realize you have to like not I'm be like... a dick for people to like you yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i don't know uh, it's amazing kind of enjoying it honestly because last few times i got on it seemed like everybody was really friendly kind of like the old days mm. yeah it, it was yeah. really it was a weird and different experience back then because there was only like I don't know, maybe 200 users overall or something. You'd get on every single night and it would be like the same, like same 20 people. or 30 people. Yeah, you'd yeah. see them and know them. Like, even if you weren't friends with them, you'd know their name and stuff. Mm-hmm. Username. That is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily their real name. Nobody <laughs> says their real names in VR right. chat. <clears throat> I think I actually got a like buzzed enough to where I told this dude like my real name because in VR chat, my name is just ah, like just a shit ton of A's. <laughs> And uh, I was like, oh, yeah, it's Ricky. And then, like, he called me by my name, like, the day after. And I'm like, who the fuck? And then I was like, oh, yeah. Why? Like, <laughs> you have a different number. Why did I tell this man my real name? Like, <laughs> what else is he going to call you, though? <laughs> Fucking, uh, man- I-, I was just going to say Mango, like, my oh, other Mango, online yeah, handle. Hey, 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 Did you make that? Uh, is that a VR chat account? Uh, it, it is because it's linked with my Steam account, so it is my actual VR account. But is it is it like a Steam account or is it a VR chat account? Oh, it's a it's a Steam account. Oh, okay. I, I think I made I, I made a VR account so I can mess with Unity. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I would I would recommend <clears throat> moving over to the VR chat one whenever like at your earliest convenience because it's kind of a pain. Like if you make a bunch of friends and stuff, you got to manually move them over to the new one. It's fine. They're not like a bunch of friends. <laughs> I, yeah. I can I can, can I can deal with losing them. We literally just okay. partied that one night and haven't <laughs> talked since. Those are your bros, man. <laughs> That's your squad now. Yeah, true, true. Every weekend now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess the only other thing I wanted to say about it, too, uh, I don't know how tired you are of talking about this topic yet. I, I, warned, <laughs> yeah, I warned Ricky when you invited me on the podcast. I was like, I could talk about this for a really long time. <laughs> we're, um, we're actually looking forward to talking about yeah, this for a really long sick. time. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm glad. I, I really like talking about it too. I remember actually before. I guess if I want to derail really quickly, when uh, like a year or two ago, uh, one of the people actually this segments in the next thing. One of the people I've, I've been doing improv with, which I'll get to that in a minute. Um, we were all talking with uh, with each other, or whatever, about the fact that they had gone to some kind of VR convention or something in like I don't know where, like California or something. I think, and uh, they were saying like all these people are like the experts on VR. Like these are like, the t- this is oh. like Oculus, you know, what, like these are like the shit. big guys. And it was yeah. like, I went to this convention and was talking to them and just completely blew their mind by telling them what we actually do in VR. <laughs> like they have no idea what people are using their like hardware for. Like, 
he like mm-hmm. he was saying that he told them about like VR chat and like having events in it and stuff and they're like you have events in like VR like you meet <laughs> up together and he was like yeah totally and like he was telling them about like PlaySpace mover and stuff and they like they had no idea about any of this and he was like it's just amazing how like all, like it's it's like a total like blind spot when it comes yeah to, it's like, weird you could it's, it's, and stuff. It, uh... Like you can tell the the disconnect between like the devs and like the actual people that like use the shit or like yeah. actually play stuff like that. I think that happens <laughs> with like anything, even like video games and stuff. Like any anything is just so far apart. Yeah, it's 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 be- they they don't necessarily like play what they make. They just like they make the things for the in- purposes and intents that they want. But then after that, like whatever people use them for, they just like I don't think they really know. No, because I know. Um, there's some companies, I think it's, um, I think it's HTC. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they have like a business, uh, vibe for like conferences and, um, public speak. They have like a public speaking one. <laughs> That's weird. That, uh, and it's like a, it's like an, it's, I think it's a game. I honestly don't know what it is, but, um, yeah. you literally go up, you give a speech and the uh, the cameras and everything it um at the end of it it gives you like a rating on like where you're where you've spent your time most like, like during the speech like oh, looking at really the audience yeah. looking down like um how how much better you could probably project your voice <laughs> like so i thought that was like really cool yeah, and that's, that's a great idea yeah, yeah. but yeah what is it before. i feel like a lot could be learned from like you know talking mm-hmm. to the, the the users right like you can do a lot of like <laughs> yeah and like innovation can be innovation can be easier if you know what yeah totally i think like probably what people are missing honestly is that and this probably happens in lots of different fields is that the users like if you give the users like some kind of base to build off of like something like vr chat and you know they recently added scripting to it and stuff i expect the users to build things that are going to be like 15 times cooler than anything the actual devs will build and then the devs can learn from that and and build you know more polished versions and stuff like that Mm -hmm. uh i was gonna say uh when you were talking about the speech thing i remember talking to one of my friends in vr about how one of the worlds that i wanted i just like jokingly talked about building in vr chat i don't know if you've ever seen tenacious d in the pick of destiny yeah (laughs) yeah there's that scene where he's trying to teach uh jack black to like play in front of a crowd or whatever and he builds like the (laughs) booing simulator yeah (laughs) i was like i "I should build a world in vr chat where you go up and give a speech and there's just like pre-recorded like audience boos that play and stuff (laughs) they throw things at you (laughs) yeah that'd be awesome that would be pretty cool or like or just even for that for just like some some people playing music like just make make that venue like the the worst venue imaginable and if they can keep playing like there and like people can go and watch and are like encouraged to be shit like that'd be pretty cool there's actually it'll give, it'll oh. give people like um like re- real or like not necessarily real world right but like experience that they might be able to see in the real world just in case they suck or just in case they find like a like a shitty crowd or whatever yeah yeah would be like completely caught off guard totally yeah i think i think that potentially vr chat is actually a pretty good place to face your fears about things if you want because you can't get physically hurt doing it or you know yeah turn the thing off take it off definition <laughs> Do what? It's oh, like, yeah. how are you getting bullied in VR chat, dude? Like, just take the headset off. <laughs> <laughs> what even is cyberbullying in VR? Um, yeah, uh, the fear is is 
real though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no yeah. disrespect to Ricky for being afraid of the heights and climbing because I'm not that afraid of heights. But I remember like I'm like a total wuss about horror games, and the first time I tried to play a horror game in VR, I like went. I was like pretty confident. I was like, it's cool, you know. Something will jump out at me. No big deal. I'm ready for it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, something jumped out at me and chased me. And I'm like, oh, oh god! Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like went into another room, and I was like. All right, all right. Trying to like psych myself up to go back in. <laughs> I was like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, even in like, even, even in Alex, like not not uh, not being ready for it, like for the first fucking aircraft that comes out, and it's like, oh fuck, I gotta reload my gun. on like fumble, like yeah. You know, oh man, I, I love real. reloading in Alex. I got the hang of it like really, really decently. Mm-hmm. So like uh, early with the handgun, anyway. I'm still like eh with the shotgun, but there was uh, really there's a few moments where you have to fight like a decent amount of like zombies or whatever. Or I think it was like the part where you get out of a train and then there's like four or five yeah. just like lined up yeah. along the way. I could actually like envision was, it, what you're talking about. Yeah, so there was like, there was this one part and I was like, then, then, like, click. And then just, I did like the, the hella fast, like, reload. Like, it was like really cool. Like, it, it, it feels it really feels cool great. to be able to do that. Yeah. yeah. I would, I would really love, uh, I guess this is not, well, anyway, I would really love uh, when, when Ricky gets his VR. I think we should all play Onward. Um, yes i'm maybe, so uh, down yeah. can get a couple other friends to come play it because that's like one of the best i think maybe if you're talking about like team-based uh whatever like team what's the word pvp yeah, team-based pvp. pvp or whatever that's like probably one of the best experiences i've ever had in that like category yeah i wanted to i wanted to play that i haven't played onward yet but I wanted to play that one or pavlov like with alex like when i got mine because yeah, um, yeah. we have another friend rory who has like the VR set, but he gets like the the sickness really easily. Like he's really prone to. <laughs> yeah, like, that that, that guy has stuff. to has to use teleport locomotion like every single time, uh-huh. and even then, like sometimes mm-hmm. he just like gets mm-hmm. it. Like he he only uses it to play Beat Saber because he gets sick. But like he, mm. I'd really want to play with him. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would love to play with you guys whenever you do that. Whenever you, it's, it's probably gonna be in like three months, maybe more. That's cool. Because yeah. the um, tell me. What's it called? Like the Steam store where I'm trying to get like the the whole Valve whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, right now they're currently out of stock of their the base stations. Mm-hmm. So like once once they're in stock, like I'm gonna go ahead and yeah, buy it. And it but but it's like new orders ship after eight weeks, so like two right. months. Yeah. I've so I don't that. even know when they're gonna get restocked first, Oof. and then it's gonna take the two months for it to ship, and then yeah. like the next like week or two for it to arrive. So like yeah. three four months maybe is the that's probably when i'll get it yeah it was either that or like get the other one and then just get and then like pay for the knuckles but then i'll just end up spending more money so it's just like i'd rather just wait do you think that do you think the supply has gone down because of everybody's just getting trump books (laughs) i'm pretty sure (laughs) well more than sure i think that they have been having problems stocking the index since it came out to be honest with you because i I, that's been like a ongoing like even when it was like brand new, I remember people being like, "Yeah, I'm waiting on them to restock the index." Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just like I think they're probably just underproducing it, maybe probably. to avoid like losses. Uh-huh. Yeah, ho- hopefully it's the the whole like quality over quantity. So it's just like yeah, yeah I think so. They they, they like make a... them and make them good, and then it's like okay, cool, time to make the next yeah. batch. Which is Either that or like they just oh. don't have like the means to like mass produce them and that that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah that too. I think you may be right about that too. Yeah, it seems like a really good headset. I would like to get one as well, but I'm not in a huge rush to do it right now. 
I like mm-hmm. I kind of I have my VR set up the way that I want it and I don't want to have to like redo it and stuff but whenever I move out I would like to have a room ideally that I just use like basically just like an empty room yeah just like an <laughs> empty fucking room yeah, yeah. Me, me too to be honest like that'd be sick yeah so yeah. if I do that I'll probably definitely upgrade it then like if I move out it's more than likely going to be like into an apartment unless we decide to legit dingus crew it up we all just live in the <laughs> same house so and we have the mahjong table in the garage i'm fucking and... down let's have a vr room though <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you guys got one room for the, one more <laughs> the, the fucking the hollow deck <laughs> yeah ah that'd be sick yeah. hell yeah yeah absolutely yeah i definitely i think i use vr frequently enough that it's like worth having a room dedicated to it basically it's like yeah like now i am like the honestly the only annoyance of me like using my vr is the the setup and by that i mean mm. like um so like my room is big but small because i have like a whole bunch of shit in it but my bed doesn't have um a bed frame or anything that it stands on it's just like the box and the bed mm. so i literally just like flip it on its side put it against the wall and like there's my whole play mat was like where my bed was mm-hmm. right I've managed to carve out a good little, like, three-by-three-foot space or whatever that I just sort of leave. I just leave my heads up plugged in and slap it on my head and ready to go. Yeah, that's that's what I've been doing, but, like, I still need to flip the bed. <laughs> yeah. I feel my like I would, I would play it way more if I had, like, way more space. Because, like, my bed is really huge and I can't, like, move out of the way because of the bed frame. But yeah, sometimes I just feel like, man, I just want to fucking get rid of this shit and get, like, a little small twin <laughs> bed just to have more VR room. <laughs> Yeah, or just um, just do the Japanese thing. Just get like one of those rolling things, and just like once you're done using it, roll it back up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, all you need is pillows. That's all you need. I legitimately on the was good like thinking about reorganizing my room a little bit, like moving a dresser out or something like that, just getting rid of it because you know, just making a little extra space. For but sure. I was like, ah, whatever. I don't know if it's really necessary. Mm-hmm. I've been wanting to do it too, but like. I live in the garage, so, like, I have, like, a window unit where, like, the garage door was. So, like, I can't exactly move everything around and still have, like, comfortable airflow. Right. So. <clears throat> but that is something I should look into. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll do, like, a little shitty MS Paint of, like, okay, if I move this here, this, <laughs> yeah. here, you this, this thing is three feet wide. Like, <laughs> Man, the ultimate ghetto was what I did. I took a... a tape measure and i measured all the furniture in my room and then i cut little uh pieces of paper out shaped like the furniture and then i was playing around with it on a like a, like a drawing of my room trying to find a way okay to legit it. that's what i was thinking about doing right now like i was not <laughs> it worked pretty well I, I mean it's a little bit of setup time but yeah but it's it's worth it if you can get like the actual overall dimensions right honestly. yeah because then you can just push it around and be like well what if i put this here and like yeah, and you'll actually know if it fits, so it'll it'll work out. Yeah, like exactly. It's not going to be perfect, though, probably. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, anything is better than nothing. Yeah, definitely. A little bit of planning. Also, like, I was surprised mm-hmm. when I did it to find that, like, some things were, like, longer than I thought they were and stuff like that. Mm. <laughs> like, <laughs> when I put them in different places, I was like, oh, this will take up, like, this entire wall. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So definitely, if you just eyeball it, you'll probably be even more wrong. um but one another thing that i like about like vr games like how alex mentioned his sister like solving that problem is um people get to play games like people who don't play games think you can play games yeah by that i mean um, absolutely like i was watching a video 
and um like you know how in some games there's like invisible walls and mm-hmm. we just like accept it but <laughs> yeah we, we're, uh, so you, we're so used to like game logic where it's like oh i mean that's just the way it is but like people could be like why can't you just climb over that fence or like why can't you just yeah, get into right. that hole there's like in our brain it's like it's part of the background but it's like no it's it's a hole right there any any sensible yeah, person will be able to but do I, I feel right. like VR will like lend itself to like more um, like your sister, like problem solving ways as well as uh, freedom of movement. And just, I guess, problem solving in general is pretty much where I'm getting down to. Yeah, yeah totally. Uh, like in games, it's just like, oh, man, if only I could use this over, bring this with me and use this here. That'd be sick. But like with Half-Life Alex, you actually can. Like, I think you mm-hmm. um, you told me like a box of grenades story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was fucking, um, there's, there's this one room that they just give you like a shitload of grenades and you only have like two pockets <laughs> on you and like just your two gloves, right? So like, I already told the story, but like, yeah, I fucking, I just got my, what, what does a human do when like you have to <laughs> transport many things at once and you don't have enough, you, you don't, you don't have the ability to do so? Just stick them in a box and just fucking take it with yeah. you. <laughs> I did the, uh, apparently I'm not a human by those parameters because I solved that problem by, uh, walking around the room and picking them all up and then throwing them like a few feet down the hallway and then like walking down the hallway and picking them all back up and throwing them. <laughs> I did Honestly, that Honestly, I probably would have done that too. <laughs> yeah, I did it for a while until I got tired of bending down and I was like, never mind, I don't need all these grenades. <laughs> the box is a lot smarter. Yeah, I think you're uh, you're right uh, about the um, well. One thing that I think it's sort of a accidental match made in heaven is that being in VR, you're sort of face to face with all these things that we take for granted in video games. But the mm-hmm. problem is that in VR, the experience is so much more immersive that you kind of can't abide by them so easily. Like especially like mm-hmm. the invisible wall and stuff like that. You're, you're, it ruins the immersion very quickly because you're sort of having this experience like it's real life or whatever and then like you hit this invisible wall or you like you try to pick something up and you can't do it or whatever and it's like crap <laughs> yeah you, so it's, it's that's like a dev if you're trying noticeable. to like avoid a, making a shitty game you have to like take that into account and try to code for it or try to like decide yeah, exactly. or decide like, it in a no way where like yeah whatsoever exactly. or decide it in a way where like the immersion it's like there's less risk of it breaking it yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. So yeah, I think it sort of accidentally lends itself to uh, to that. I was gonna say, um, I don't. I guess this is, there's not really a segue here, but you made me think about it earlier talking about the uh, boxer grenades. There's this, uh, and I think I've told a few people. I may have told you about this. I don't know, but anyway, there's this uh, VR game that was in beta, and it might still exist. It's called A Township Tale. Have I told you about this. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. sounds familiar. Not to my knowledge. Um, it's like. They were trying to make this MMORPG, essentially, in VR. And I guess, like I said, they may still be in my not sure. But the idea was that everything in the game would be player-made. So, Uh, uh, essentially, I I guess the obvious example is, like, say that you're a knight or whatever and you want a sword. mm -hmm. Well, to make a sword, you need a blacksmith. And the blacksmith has to be a VR player. And the blacksmith needs materials to make the sword, so somebody has to be a miner, and they have to go into the mines and mine it. And oh, that's yeah. trade it okay. or whatever. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, yeah and it was, it was a really cool idea, I thought. And it's sort of something that I noticed about it and that has, like, stuck in my brain ever since. And I don't really, like, know what to make of it, but it's just, like, an interesting thing to think about is that when I went and played it, I 
I uh, was just trying it out or whatever in like a, one of their beta servers and I walked up to the mines or whatever, like the cave, and there was all this like ore outside, like on the ground, laying <laughs> around. And I was like, these lazy MFers, <laughs> they couldn't just put it in the chest or whatever. So like I walked around like picking it all up and putting it in the chest and I'm like bending down and like picking up handfuls of this stuff and like walking over and sticking it in the chest or whatever. And after I'd been doing this for like five freaking minutes, I'm like, I'm doing like real physical labor in a video <laughs> you're, like, you're, you're class, your class is garbage man <laughs> yeah and i was like it's so like and i guess the thought that has stuck with me and that is like interesting to me about vr or whatever is that like you can put real like physical like sweat and blood into like building something virtual <laughs> which is <laughs> extremely strange to think about and it's kind of funny because it's sort of like they could literally just like magic it into existence if they wanted to but you have to like use your real energy and your real body to make it happen i don't know that's just like a very interesting thought to me and like in general like the interface between i have to do this in real life to make it happen in a virtual world that's like a very interesting thought to me mm -hmm. i guess yeah Definitely. There's always that, that moment where it's like, oh, no, like, I'm getting shot. How do you crouch in VR? Oh, I have to fucking... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> actually that, 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 that actually happened to me, and I don't remember if I talked about it in the last podcast, but the um, when I was playing Half-Life Alex, there was a part with the shootout near, like, the trains before you, like, rescue your dad or whatever. And I was like, shit, there's this thing here. How do I crouch? Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Use him legs, boy. Yeah. Yeah. I I freaking bend your knees. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was literally sitting down on my floor, like looking over, like nothing, and taking pot shots. Like it was great. Yeah, I remember when I uh, played Onward with somebody for the first time. There's like a option in the menu, in the options menu, that you can turn the uh, gun volume up to realistic gun volume. <laughs> oh shit! It's like ten times louder than everything else. And I, I went into it just like. I guess not knowing what to expect or whatever and was playing online with somebody and the first time I got shot at I was like immediately like dove into cover like hiding behind a dumpster like I was like I've never felt so pathetic playing video games like trying to like figure out how to get my gun out and how it works and stuff and there's like bullets oh, like, the like best part. ricocheting <laughs> off the dumpster and stuff and I'm like oh, oh god <laughs> but that's that's the best part though is the the immersion it gives like e even with like um because like we know it's just a game right but like the the sense of immersion where like you actually have to hide behind cover and then with like not even to like just add with like the realistic gun sounds too so mm -hmm. just you actually feel like you're getting shot at and like semi, yeah, like you're in danger like it's really cool yeah i think there's something i guess it's just uh, it's immersive enough that it's sort of your brain doesn't have enough time to like like logic out what's happening like, yeah your brain can't Log just like be like oh it's just a video game like there's two there's i guess it gets your adrenaline going is what happens yeah, and then yeah. you don't have like enough time to realize it i guess until you're already panicking <laughs> <laughs> so anyway vr is really scary <laughs> <laughs> it help you lose sight of what's yeah. real and what's not it's really scary yeah. it fucking breaks your mind it makes you sick <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's great <laughs> yeah, i love it uh, very recommend uh 10 out of 10 highly recommend yeah one other thing i wanted to talk about it too um before, i guess this is my last on the agenda of like things i wanted to make sure that i was able to say 
uh about it was uh ricky told me i was allowed to plug improv <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go yeah. For it. yeah yeah uh well a segue into that would be that that fear of acting in front of a public audience and stuff that is in vr too which i like didn't expect how much it was going to be until i experienced it but mm. speaking of the events and stuff in, in vr chat that's like wow. a uh before you get into that though like i want to just oh, add sure, one sure. thing to the um to like the fear of doing stuff like in vr chat like i also have like a fear of like acting out like an idiot sometimes but yeah. like in v in vr chat it's just like this isn't real i could literally dance and like nobody can see how stupid i am. not only that but everyone's an like, idiot like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so it, it, it just it, it helped um it helped me like push out a bit more of my show because it's just like um like i mentioned like i was just like dancing to like random ass music there was this one like random person that was playing like sick ass music and i was like yo dude let's go and i was just like <laughs> dan da dancing like no one's watching because technically no one's watching me in my house right like it's just right. an avatar doing it for me hmm. and i i think that's pretty cool because it like it helps me be more myself i guess you could say like in vr chat like like if i wasn't so embarrassed of like how i looked like all the time like i'd totally be doing these things yeah, like out Escape in public like totally. not giving a fuck yeah, when we were talking about that, uh, when I was telling you about, we were talking about the convention or whatever, one of the other things we were talking about was that there's not a lot of uh, studies and stuff that have been done yet on how VR affects people's psychology and stuff like that over time. And, I mean, I'm no scientist, I'm no psychologist, <laughs> but I do say, I, I have to say that I've experienced some, like, long-term effects and stuff in, like, a positive fashion as far as, like, what you're talking about, like... Mm -hmm the social skills that you are able to build in vr do i mean they transfer over to real life like if you Definitely. build your confidence talking to people in vr your confidence is built in real life because you've spent so much time in these like pseudo realistic <laughs> it's just uh, like the simulations yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly yeah couldn't have said it better myself so uh, yeah so I, I just wanted to go ahead and add to that go ahead and uh, plug your oh yeah no, yeah totally well <laughs> and the segue that i was gonna say was that uh i guess like there's lots of events in vr so uh if you like there's lots of untapped potential so if it's of interest to you then like definitely consider that like some of the things that we are doing in vr chat right now like me and people i know and even people i don't know people run like uh quiz shows and they're doing open mics and then I do improv, and which is just, it's like exactly what you think it is, like whose line is it anyway, or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, I don't know, that, like, all those, like, real experiences and stuff and things that you might want to try in real life, like, what would it be like to be on, like, Jeopardy or whatever, you can have, like, a pretty realistic simulation of that experience, like, in VR, or doing improv comedy, or going to an open mic, or whatever. So there's a lot of opportunities to, like, experience those, uh kinds of things and yeah i guess if i'm plugging it if you want to see uh vr chat improv you can see it at twitch.tv slash vr chat improv so <laughs> or come to the show in vr chat or start your own event and when, when is the show oh yeah on uh sundays at uh nine ish <laughs> i think it's what time zone esd eastern yeah. Yeah. thank you for helping me plug my own show you're fine <laughs> I, yeah that might might as well 
Uh, I, I enjoyed watching. Then there was like that one dude that made the song. That was, was pretty funny too. Yeah, Mike is Mike is incredible. Yeah, uh, I, I actually I actually sent Alex the clip, and I was like, I'm I'm the alligator <laughs> yeah. like in the audience, like dead center. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a good show too. I, I think like I don't know, we've gotten a lot better at it and stuff, and I think you caught a pretty good one that night. So the camera work is crazy. <laughs> like I like how you get yeah. I think that again, that's one of those things that's like evolving over time. Like if you look at the early improv shows, and also really honestly, if you look at other people's events, no, uh, no shade, but like, <laughs> if you look at the early uh, VRC events and stuff, they're filmed off of just like a a, a, a dummy client or whatever, like yeah. very ugly, just stationary camera or whatever. And GoBlocks, the guy who runs uh, VR Chat Improv, has built this extremely complicated and. Uh, seems sort of frustrating to work on but we're all very thankful for it camera system and it's like another one of those things where it's like he's found something that you can do in vr that maybe you could do it in real life but it would be so incredibly costly to do it (laughs) that like it's incredible that we can simulate it for free i guess using basically just programming logic which is like you know, if you had a VR, if you, I mean, if you had a uh, improv show in real life, you might have a camera crew or something like that, I guess, if you're mm-hmm. rich. Um, but he's managed to build this camera system where he has this panel and he can control like four or five cameras all at one time, just like mm-hmm. by himself, basically, yeah. um, which is incredible. Like, I mean, just as like a concept, I mean, like that's you would if you were trying to do a show in real life, you wouldn't even fathom like exactly. something like that. Yeah, so, like um, it's it's basically like you know how um, in like some movies or whatever they'll be like uh, they'll show you like the booth I guess and it's like all right go to camera two yeah so it skips it skips all of that whole room and it's all on a tablet yeah and he just <laughs> it's just, yeah, just the one guy like, with his fucking virtual tablet yeah just one like, guy with a tablet like and he already has like the preset camera stuff um I think he can even have him like pan himself like I don't know yeah, I, yeah. I took like a look. I took like a look at the tablet just to like see like what was up with it. Like it was yeah, it was pretty sick. Like that took nice. definitely a lot of work and a lot of work and love went into making that. Yeah, if you don't get the lecture, it's very hard to understand what you're looking at. It's a very complicated tablet. <laughs> he, yeah, he can do things like he. Uh, I think he's made it so that he can lock on to a player sphere, so the camera will automatically track that person or that location. Damn. Like if he puts it on the stage. And then he can move the camera around and it'll automatically pan and look at wherever he has placed the target for it. Stuff like that. So, And then, of course, like you said, he can switch the cameras just with the press of a button. And It's a lot of interesting stuff going on there. But I guess the main takeaway for me and the thing that makes it interesting is just the fact that like, if you have this idea of something... Like, here's an example. We were talking one time about doing uh, plays in, in uh, VR... And I was telling them something that you would never even consider in real life, but you could do in VR and would be absolutely incredible. And nobody's done it. So feel free to steal my idea because I want to see somebody do it. (laughs) Um, Would be to be doing the play and then somewhere somebody hits a button and all the theater just drops away. And then you're in the location that the play is actually happening in. And everybody's, Uh, you know, you're in the actual world. And it's like, (laughs) that'd be awesome. You could never do that in real life. I mean, I guess you could, but it would be ludicrously expensive to have a building that you could take apart <laughs> but i don't know there, there's just lots and lots of ideas if you have an idea for some kind of cool youtube thing or an event or whatever you can probably build it in vr and do it maybe even more creatively and stuff than you could in real life so it's a cool thing to think about 
yeah like uh you know how i told you that i kind of wanted to make like a bar right mm -hmm. like in vr chat just to like have and like quote unquote role play for the people who don't necessarily want to like party in vr chat yeah, but just want to mm -hmm. like chill and have some conversation or whatever um it also got me thinking like um all these people that like can't really go places like wouldn't it be cool if like there was like a like an addicts anonymous like in vr chat or like something uh, like that like i think that'd be that'd actually be really cool and i'm I just have to get started on my bar because like, <laughs> I, I already have like the whole idea and everything like for it. Um, and I, I feel like that'd be something pretty cool like to look into, especially in this time of COVID. Yeah, you just, just got to learn unity. <laughs> yeah, this is the perfect moment. Yeah, I think that um, getting started is the hard part. Once you get started on it, you'll you'll be you'll go flying because mm -hmm. it's, it's really not hard to do. It's, it's very intimidating, and I sympathize because I remember when I was trying to make my first avatar, it seems like there's just a million things you have to know, but really it's like there's a few things you need to know to get started, and then after that you can just kind of learn by osmosis or whatever, just picking up a piece at a time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, uh, I think that's a good idea, the, the anonymous thing. That's a good... I mean, there's been lots of other events. Some have come and gone. I mean, it just depends on how popular they are. But, like, there's a lot of interesting things. Like, uh, I remember there was an event for, uh, like, weekly meditation, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, there's, like, events for... I think there was one, I don't know if it's still going, but a recent event where somebody had where they wanted to meet up and talk about uh things like you're kind of like that like doing like a uh emotional sort of like uh just talking kinda like therapy yeah exactly yeah. group therapy i guess basically mm -hmm. and i think that's pretty cool that like uh people have the option to meet up in these sort of realistic environments and actually have those experiences and stuff without having to drop hard money or go out or whatever if they have social anxiety or etc it's such an easy like just doing it like from the comfort of your home and in a uh, fucking like a simulated yeah. environment is such a like a liberating thing because you could just if you don't like it you could just dip <laughs> you know like <laughs> yeah that's true yeah i mean and and like it's not like i don't know i guess to me it's like a even though you can just dip it still feels real so it's like it's it, it still feels like it'll be rude <laughs> to just fucking do it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, yeah, that that too. But I guess what I was saying is, like, in an online experience, sometimes you sort of feel like it's not even worth doing because it's sort of just, like, uh, doesn't really mean anything or whatever. But, like, VR, you still have those conveniences of being able to dip out and stuff. But it actually does. I mean, it's immersive enough that you feel like you're doing something meaningful and stuff. Exactly. And I, well, I mean, you are, so. Yeah. I'd... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a good stopping point on vr i mean unless you want me to talk <laughs> unless you want me to talk about it for another hour and a half i just i just, I, I just wish fucking it would way go way less expensive so people so the the install base yeah. would be bigger and like people mm -hmm. wouldn't be as intimidated as like to develop shit for it like yeah absolutely i'm I, i'm actually kind of kind of glad it isn't on, only because like with that comes the normie. Like, <laughs> no, no. Comes the ruining no, no, of everything. everything. We're like, kind of there, to be honest with you. In so. VR chat. Man, I remember, yeah, after uh, after the, um, what was it? There was a sale or something on a headset, I remember. And, uh, oh, and also in combination with the fact that the Knuckles meme took off. Once that happened, <laughs> oh, yeah. people were just exploding into VR chat. And it got so out of hand so fast. Like... <laughs> 
just everywhere you went was uh, a disaster area basically <laughs> like it's pretty calm now by comparison to back then but definitely there's still a lot of like i think what happens is that people especially younger people like teenagers and kids and stuff when they get into vr for the first time i think they like it's it's like a all new platform to grief people in in like a new way <laughs> so, yeah. like i think they can't resist the temptation <laughs> yeah <laughs> which it's is okay kids I mean, are cruel we've all been there i think yeah we've all been there. <laughs> yeah We've all been there. So. I just that, but but the cool thing is you can mute them in VR chat, so like that's fine. <laughs> yeah, man, and mute like, them, hide their avatar. It's like they don't even exist. I was when I was talking to uh, Mike about doing the uh, open mic or whatever. I was I got to thinking in the shower the next day, of course, about uh, like ways that you could use this new scripting thing to like creatively like moderate or whatever. And I had like some goofy ideas again of things you couldn't do in real life. Like I was like. What if you uh, had like a big list on the wall and like you put people's names in it and then like when you put them in there, it like teleported them to like the naughty room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They could just watch the show from. What if you have like the, you know, like the band gun or like the actual band hammer. <laughs> yeah. you could just, like, back yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You could just smack them, knock them out of the entire world or whatever. Yeah. yeah knocks them out of the world, takes them back to their home world. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that could be done. Yeah. Yeah yeah it's it's cool you can oh my god one time we were actually we did it one time but we oh, i remember we were talking about doing it more but we never did but when we were playing onward one time with a group mm-hmm. uh go blocks was playing with us and we were joking about doing uh onward improv <laughs> we, <laughs> we all were going out and, and meeting on this rope bridge and he was uh like you know doing what he does in the show like uh watching over it or whatever and they'd go out and, and uh do improv and then when somebody messed up he would just pull the gun out and shoot him in the head <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome Great. i was like you should do that during the show just get a gun yeah <laughs> instantly gives him the die emote like <laughs> <laughs> yeah instant murder yeah it was really gratifying in vr because you'd <laughs> somebody would like squeak out like a bad pun or something and then they just get shot in the head and fall limply off the bridge into the water I was like, this would be such a good youtube video yeah. so you can't do that in real life <laughs> yeah. you can but you can only do it once if you, that's if you don't get caught like, just... right <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's uh, VR. VR is fun. Ten out of ten would recommend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get, get your shit yeah, already. Me too. If that was not clear, mm-hmm. I it's have. A, it's a good way to exercise too. Like it doesn't just have um, like the rhythm games or the gun games. Like there's like a whole bunch of boxing games too, that like definitely help. I think there's one specifically that actually helps you teach you how to box, kind of for real. Mm-hmm. It's like. <clears throat> Like, that one's pretty cool. Yeah, but I, I'm still waiting for, like, devs to, like, actually... When, when it comes to games, like, to make fucking good-ass, like, 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 polish. Yeah, like, Half-Life Alex, <laughs> just, like, make actual good games. Yeah. Like, you have to sift well, sit through a lot of, like, Unity jank, honestly, that, too. I, well, I, I guess I'm sort... Like, I like janky stuff. Like, I actually like janky stuff more than I like polished stuff, I think. Mm. So I'm I'm sort of, like, happy, I guess. Like, I, I, Alex was <laughs> cool. And I really like it, and I highly recommend it as a VR experience. But I have to say that, like, it's not... There's nothing in it that I hadn't really seen before, except for maybe the gravity mm-hmm. gloves, I guess. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. And it's, like, it's, it is cool. It's it's a really polished and interesting experience. But honestly, like, uh, some of my best VR experiences have been 
just absolutely like moronic things that people have done that didn't, <laughs> yeah. like, barely worked that were really funny or yeah for sure i can relate around with. <laughs> yeah so. like i was i was honestly dying during the freaking crab versus isopod little battle <laughs> i had with that japanese dude that was so funny <laughs> i guess this is getting philosophical or something but it, it is really funny to me how like you can like VR chat is a perfect example of how you can give somebody a game with all these defined rules and stuff and like try your hardest to like entertain them and then they'll just do like the dumbest thing ever and they'll have <laughs> so much more fun than what you actually designed. Yeah. Like they whatever. People are the masters of their own fun, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Definitely. for sure. For sure. Yeah, I, I was gonna say earlier about when you said uh that you recommended VR. Yeah. I was going to say, I've been doing it for like close to three years or maybe over three years. I'm not sure. I guess you're the one that sold me on it too. Like you, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's still great. I mean, like I said, maybe the illusion has died down a little bit and stuff, but definitely every time I get on, I still have fun and you know, Mm -hmm. whatever. It's been a great investment for me that I think it's definitely paid for itself in terms of how many hours I put into it. Mm Mm-hmm. And as well as like how much you've enjoyed it as well, like not yeah. just the hours. Yeah, totally. Yeah, they, they weren't worthless hours either. I mean, they were hours. <laughs> yeah. or, I mean, not even just in the in the sense of having entertainment. I mean, they also were good hours as far as like allowing me to work on my social skills and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't know. Like certainly, like the first time I heard about improv, I didn't even want to go watch it because I was afraid that I'd be called on, <laughs> like, <laughs> like to give a suggestion or whatever. But uh, you know, it's honestly amazing when I look back how much I've like grown as a person. I guess of being able to perform on a stage, even if it's just virtual, like uh, in front of like thirty or forty people or whatever. And mm-hmm. like I, I don't know, it's it's a lot of opportunity there and a lot of undiscovered opportunity in the medium. I think mm-hmm, for sure, for sure. All right, I guess that's it for the VR the talk. VR talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Make it have, you, have y'all been have y'all been watching anything like anime movies that y'all have found interesting uh i, I didn't want to get too into it i'm just i'm still watching one out so i'm almost done with it like it's still fucking great oh. still sick how did you when did you start watching it uh a couple of days ago actually i think i started yeah. watching it last week because it was like last Speeding. podcast that's the day that i started watching it <laughs> and how many episodes is it 25 but uh, oh, okay. this week, like, I feel like I feel like this week I didn't do jack shit because, like, um, <laughs> like this week I, I was like, okay, I'm gonna do so much shit. I'm gonna do stuff for the podcast. So I can have stuff to talk about. But like, some things were always like get in the way or like something. <laughs> I would like either fall asleep or like end up like doing something or like you know scrolling through Facebook mm-hmm. for three hours and then realize that what I'm doing. But just it was just it's just that a dead week for me. Too. Yeah, yeah, it ha- happens a lot. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised I even finished Ghost in the Shell, and then I started this <laughs> other anime. To be honest, yeah. Next week I probably have some more to talk about. But like, yeah, One Outs is fucking great. I'm almost done with it, and big recommend. Probably like it's just, it's getting up there <laughs> to one of like my favorite <laughs> animes. Like just gambling animes are so sick. Yeah, I'd like to watch it too. I told you about. It. I was trying to read it for a little bit, and then had to stop for reasons. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But uh, I, I think I watched like one or two episodes and it seemed like it was a really good interpretation of the manga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, I mean, it's animated by Madhouse, but like, so like if you like watch Takagi or like watch Kaiji, like it follows that mm-hmm. like formula too. That's Even, cool. Mm-hmm. I, I, oh, 
Well, I was going to say, I haven't really watched anything. I have nothing to add to the conversation. <laughs> last, <laughs> Just wanted to get that in there. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, last thing I watched, I think, was uh, Gangsta. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like, uh, like I, I hear good things ago. about it. Uh, I thought it was... Uh, well, I got kind of bored, but I watched the entire thing anyway. But I think I was <laughs> sort of in the midst of being a... Uh, what's the word? Uh, tight ass, I guess, about my entertainment and stuff mm-hmm. so i think i'd probably enjoy it more now like i go through phases where i get like extremely like everything sucks like <laughs> you know whatever <laughs> disillusioned i guess but mm. see you still like finish things like i have the i have the, the the complete opposite problem where like it's easy for me to like get into something but like if i if i get bored or if it's like not catching me like i just drop it i don't i don't know how you could do the, oh yeah like it was boring but i watched the whole thing anyway like i can't do that <laughs> it's like, i wish i could i got like a million downvotes on reddit because uh there was a, a thread about um horizon zero dawn and i was like yeah i played the entire game to platinum and i thought it sucked and, and like people couldn't understand what, what it was like like well if you played it to platinum you must have loved it i'm like no i, I hated it <laughs> and i played it for 50 hours <laughs> no uh, i don't know i i think like I guess part of it is just, like, I don't want to, like, I guess kind of like I was saying earlier, again, maybe I'm going to get, like, philosophical if I say this, but I guess I kind of believe that, like, we're the creators creators of our own fun, Mm -hmm. so, like, when it comes to, you know, I'm not having fun in a game or something like that, I kind of feel sometimes, like, like, I don't know, maybe it's kind of my fault, like, uh, and I, I know that's not necessarily a popular opinion and I don't necessarily recommend anybody else feel that way, but when I'm playing like a Nintendo game or something, you know, whatever, and I'm just kind of like, whatever, this is kind of middling or whatever. It, it's like, I try to find ways to have fun with it and like, uh, make it interesting to me and, and really like be curious about the things that are in the game and stuff like that. Right. And usually that will like tide me over, but Usually, like, after I beat it and I look back at it, I can think, like, well, there really wasn't anything special about that game. I mean, mm-hmm. I managed to entertain oh, okay. myself with it, but I wouldn't, like, tell other people to play it. Yeah, that's that's yeah, way more I, interesting. What, what, what I was thinking it was was that, like, it's like, yeah, I might not be having, like, that much fun, but I want to finish what I started. It's also like, that, I, yeah. Like, I, uh, I try not to let, do that too much because I'm, like... I don't know what's wrong with me, but uh, when I get completionist, I get like self-detrimentally completionist. <laughs> so, like in the case of Horizon Zero Dawn, where I absolutely didn't have any fun at all, but I played the entire thing and flattened it. Um, that's happened many a time where I've like forced myself to complete something just because I want to complete it. And like, I'm trying to learn to not be like that, but it's a it is a very powerful urge to not want to put something down. I guess I don't really know why, but. You feel like you've lost or something if you put it down, but yeah, yeah, it's like the, the battle within yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think that's a good idea. So I try not to do that too much, <laughs> but I, but I end up doing it by accident sometimes. I finally finished Ghost in the Shell, mm-hmm. and I can finally give my full, honest opinion of it. And I fucking loved it. You loved it. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I loved everything about it. I liked the animation. Um, I actually saw how they. Um, how they did some of like the fight scenes and there was like actually dudes doing like the shit that you see like in the thing it was just like cd mocap oh, it was like like cg yeah, like, mocap uh, choreographed is this yeah so it was actually really oh. cool was this um, a, there was this a lot of it was centered not necessarily centered but there was a lot of like bat battle love like for the the dude mm. 
Like the dude with the eyes. Oh, yeah, Bato, like, yeah. yeah. Like there's like a lot of love for him in the show. Oh, that's cool. Like all, all of the little Tachikomas, like they love him. Um, there's this like new character that they introduced. I can't remember her name, but she's like the girl with the pink hair. Like if you follow Ilya Kushnov, you've probably seen like the some of like the art for her. Oh, I see. Um, she's also like a Bato fan. <laughs> and like... <laughs> So, like, for some reason, there's just, like, a lot of love for him. He even gets his own, like, episode where, like, um, <clears throat> they're, like, ro- someone's robbing a bank. And uh, I-, I really liked that episode. It didn't really... It was, like, its own, like, little side episode. Mm. It had, like, heart- nothing to do with, like, the whole overall story. It was just more to show, like, what, like, a really good guy bat- battle was. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You would probably like the, the second original movie because, that like, Bato is, like, essentially, like, the main character in that one. Yeah, I've, I've got a couple questions here. Is this... This is an anime, right? This is a show. Yeah, Not it's on Netflix. Movie. It's the new Ghost in the Shell. Oh, it's new. Okay. Is it, a, is it a, like, a reimagining or, like, a sequel? Um, I, I, I think it's just, like, a reinterpretation because, as far as I know, the original movie followed, like, the manga, right? Uh, sure. I don't. I don't even know if this is a manga because I actually not sure. I, I think it's just the movie and that's it. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, like uh, like the movie one because movie one and two are directly tied together. And then I think I haven't mm-hmm. seen the anime, the the the, the original. The yeah, the, yeah, Arise. The, the original. Yeah, I haven't seen the Rise. I think Arise was like a like some sort of reboot. And like uh, mm-hmm. I know standalone standalone complex like the first original mm-hmm. anime was like um, before the first movie i think that's like that's what it was mm-hmm. it's like a series because it, it is because mm-hmm. it's, it's the same characters in the same universe same universe and the same everything but i don't know how that ties I, into I, this new one I, I think it's just like a retelling because it does have the um like the evolved human like the evolved life forms or whatever yeah i just mm-hmm. forget what they're called like it's and it goes into a lot more detail into those things i think um but also it ends on like a cliffhanger and i'm like why would you do that <laughs> like <laughs> to set it up like, for the next one season exactly Netflix so season i'm really two, looking yeah, forward to season two yeah. um with, with, without spoiling too much that's what that's how i'm trying to talk about it right, <laughs> right. but we we watched uh the original movie in one of our vr movie nights actually and uh we watched it the uh english dub and i was like this seems like a really good movie, except for the dub is like so hard to take seriously. <laughs> yeah. It's so bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I forever stand subs over dubs, like forever. Right. Uh, I mean, there are a few exceptions. Like, I like Cowboy Bebop. I like Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with a... what your first experience with it was. No, they're just actually good. Oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, um, like, when I look back to things that I watched as a teenager or whatever, some of them I actually do prefer the dub, even though they're, like, objectively worse. Like, <laughs> you know, whatever. That's just what I've met. Like, I prefer the... I prefer the... This is, like, a personal preference, but I prefer, like, the Dragon Ball Z dub because mm-hmm. I can't stand the way Goku sounds in Japanese. Yeah, a lot of people like, say I just, that. Like, I just can't. That's what, like, that's what most people, uh, actually. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really have a feeling about it, but I never really, like... <laughs> I, I didn't when Dragon Ball Z was like a thing. I didn't care about it, but I have seen a little bit of it since then. So I don't have any like mm. strong attachment to it or anything. So I don't feel like I guess I don't feel outraged like yeah. they're doing the character wrong or something like that because I guess I don't care that much. So mm. I don't have a huge problem with it either way. I guess. And then I started another anime called Forest of Piano, and I absolutely loved. Oh, it. Oh, so that's an anime. I thought it was like a like a normal yeah. show. Yeah, it's a cool name. No, it's an anime, and um, it's 
it tells the story of this kid and like how he got into playing the piano and like how he like grows up and like plays it all and like i don't want to i don't want to spoil a lot of it because mm-hmm. I, I really hope somebody like goes and watches it and then like talks to me about it but the uh, the classical music in it it's it's done really well like they some of them like they're like about competitions like season two there's two seasons and like that's it like the show's mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. um season two is all about like the main final competition but like season one is like him growing up like from like the kid and like him learning to like love and love piano more because the mc is like a piano genius Mm -hmm. and it just it goes on from there and i really love it and i really want to find out who plays the piano for the anime (laughs) because um whenever the mc mainly in season two uh plays the music you can actually tell that it's like different and like powerful and beautiful like i was legitimately moved during the classical music pieces like i haven't been moved with music in forever it was making me feel like melancholic and like nostalgia it was amazing like i i fucking love it and i if if there's anybody that's like a fan of like classical music or just like music anime in general i highly recommend it uh might be me the what was that (laughs) i said that might be me i might have to check it out sounds cool (laughs) Uh, the only downside I have is during season two, characters' emotional reactions go from the opposite ends of the spectrums like really, really fast. But that's that's like my only gripe with it. Other than that, it's like really good. It's based off of a manga, and then it was originally adapted into a movie. And then for some reason, Netflix decided to make the anime. But like, I'm that's interesting. I really, I really, really enjoyed it. Like, it's oh. so cool. Is the is the main character like a kid through the entire thing, or like he, he, no, I, like he he grows up like to like a teenager. Oh, like mm-hmm. season two, he's like a teenager. Huh. <clears throat> when's uh, uh, interesting. When's ten out of ten? Highly recommend. When's, when's what? Anime night with the boys. That's what I'm wondering. Oh, we gotta do it. In VR. <laughs> in yeah. VR chat. Doing big screen beta. Uh, or VR chat. I, I actually found some VR chat like anime worlds. They're just like, oh yeah, here's like these anime yeah, on the absolutely. wall. Like, oh, okay, cool. Just click one and it starts a video. Watching crap in VR seems to be a popular pastime. Uh, yeah, VR like I saw <laughs> I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in VR. I saw Venom in VR. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we uh, uh we had a VR movie night for a while and it was pretty fun because it's a thing that you can come back and do all the time mm-hmm. like with your mm-hmm. buddies and stuff. It, again, I kind of regret not saving the world though because there were some movies that like I hadn't <laughs> seen that I'm like, man, I should. <laughs> it's like it's free movie watching. Yeah, the, the, the next like bootleg <laughs> fucking. <movie. laughs> yeah. uh, was it the uh, the rooftop theater? The underground. <laughs> fucking. That's yeah, uh, it's pretty. Cool. I'll never forget that one fucking world that your friends took me to, Jordan. Where it was like some like tropical island and it was this fucking coconut video oh my god the coconut guy oh my god yeah that's a freaking legend no like nobody will ever find that on their own unfortunately but uh and ricky maybe i'll have to see if i can find it and take you there because it's like there's so many memories there that's where we had the t-posing contest yeah i I found the video on youtube but it's like yeah i I can't yeah absolutely it's it's like a tropical island and there's just a series of videos of this guy uh who's like a coconut S- samoan yeah he's like cooking coconut oh. climbs a tree and gets a coconut out and whatever we're always he's like, like peeling co- it with his fucking teeth <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
we would just stand in there and watch those videos like six times over (laughs) coconut daddy Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, good I've memories. seen those videos. Uh, Alex, I think you actually showed me. Like, yo, have you seen the video of this fucking dude shucking a coconut with his yeah. feet? Yeah. And I was like, what? it was right after I saw it. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, we were like, whenever we have a meetup for our group, we gotta get a, a tickets to this island and then be like, we're so inspired by you. <laughs> get like a picture of all of us like grouped around that guy. <laughs> Y'all, y'all have to be biting the coconut to try and... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And the way he climbs that tree is sick, too. He just, like, <laughs> takes, like, a cloth and, like, ties it around the tree. And he's just, like, runs up the side of it. It's height. Peak manliness. Holy shit. Yeah, he's, like, must be built. I mean, he clearly is built, but he must, even on the microscopic level. Yeah. Great videos. What were we talking about? Movies. <laughs> Though if you can find those videos, you don't need to watch anything else for entertainment ever again. Just watch Honestly, those. Yes. They're pretty good. I would like to watch some more uh, anime, but I just like... I, I have to watch it in a group. I can't sit and watch it by myself. I feel like... Hmm. After like two episodes, I feel like uh, the greatest piece of trash that has ever existed. Like, I don't know what it is. I, I feel like physically ill after watching TV. For uh, a long time. I feel the way. I feel the other way around. I feel like because I can binge something by myself. Like, if I get into it, I can I can binge it by myself. But if I'm with somebody, I feel like I need to take a break. Like after two episodes, I'm like, no, no, wait, don't start the next one. I gotta fucking stand up and stretch and go. Man, like, uh, I, I prefer binging by myself because I don't. I don't feel like a total loser, like, by myself. <laughs> like, like I straight up saw season one and two, like, one day of Forest of Piano, like, Dang. day one. Like, I, I randomly started it as soon as I woke up, and I didn't stop until, like, I finished the series. Yeah, yeah I'm, like, the opposite. Like, when I'm by myself, that's when I feel like a loser. But if I'm with other people, it's like, look, I'm not the only loser. <laughs> everybody, everybody. Oh. We did a, a Halloween uh, VR movie marathon and. uh <laughs> in vr chat and it was a nightmare it was like <laughs> it was like, a, like 10 hours of like jam- like beetlejuice and like uh, haunted mansion and like crap like that <laughs> and by the end of it I, I also felt physically ill but i literally <laughs> sat through the whole thing because it, like if i was by myself i wouldn't have watched like five minutes on one of those movies probably yeah <laughs> I gotta tell you, when you watch 10 minutes, I mean, 10 hours, rather, of bad movies, by the end, you were, like, the dumbest things will send you, like, <laughs> absolutely hurtling into laughter. Like, <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's sure. great. Oh, man. Okay, so, like, my... I was... I was uh, when I was watching the movies, I was with one of my friends, and they had never seen The Room before, and I was like, alright, I'll be back. <laughs> so, oh, we boy. were watching... Um, we were watching Evil Dead, because they had never seen it, and I had to go take my grandpa to dialysis. I came back... And then they started the movie, and I heard the unmistakable opening music. And I was like, are you really watching The Room right now? Like, yeah, I've never seen it before. And I'm like, oh my fucking god, I need here a drink. Here we go. Like, yeah. Oh shit, here we they were, go. <laughs> they were like, oh, I'll wait. I was like, no, I was mainly joking. It's just this movie. Like, <laughs> this fucking movie. I've right. never seen that yet. It's on, it's it's, on the it's, bucket list. It's best seen with the drinking game and with people. Sure. That's, that's about it. 
I've seen clips of it. It seems like it would be something that would be right up my alley, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's legit bad. Like, I, I got an actual headache, like, the first time I fucking watched that movie. <laughs> I now can say I saw that movie six times. Holy crap. That is the Fuck. only movie that I am keeping track of the amount of times I've seen it. <laughs> so you can complain to God when you see him? Yes, when I die. Just like, I saw the room seven times. <laughs> <laughs> this is what the I got. The seventh get. one killed you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i had a friend who was like that too who was it was uh i think he had literally seen it like 20 times like Holy he was counting it. yeah i think because he always was showing it to people as a thing yeah yeah that's, that's seems like that's the kind the of thing. movie you would inflict on other people <laughs> it really is it really is <laughs> <laughs> it's accurate. i would really like to it see really it. is as well, I would like right. to inflict I'll, I'll, it upon myself. I'll see if I could find that. Uh, I'll see if I could find that world, Jordan. Yeah, as I say, I almost guarantee it's in that world. I think it's called Rooftop Theater. Maybe, and then I'll I'll uh, I'll invite you, and you can invite all your VR chat buddies, <laughs> and then we can we can just degenerate it up watching the room. But we gotta find the coconut room too. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't know how to find that one anymore, but it's in there somewhere. It's kind of a crime that it's not in my favorites, but I'll tell you what is in my favorites. <laughs> Corey in the house in the house. It's <laughs> <laughs> in mine too. <laughs> did, I tell you? did I take you there, Alondra? No, but Ricky showed uh, me the freaking avatar. <laughs> oh yeah, that's awesome. If you if you go to the world where you get it, it's that avatar. Like that's the Big. world, but oh. then it's also like on this. It's in this like mountain range, and all the mountains are also Corey's face. And then if you <laughs> if you look up and look at the sun, it's like his face with like rays coming out. <laughs> it's such a great world it's so funny uh, uh, that's, that's awesome. go, going a little bit back to vr chat but that's one of the things i like about it the fucking meme worlds yeah I like cory in the house like the fact that people put time and effort into doing that shit like that's yeah it's incredible am- amazing i think like initially i was kind of like offended because i wanted like there's a lot of potential there and i like it when people take it seriously but then like after a while you you just sort of like I don't know. The the memes and stuff are so creative or whatever that they kind of win you over after a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the weird stuff that people do. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that, that world rocks. <laughs> I will see if I can find the coconut world because that's a quintessential VR experience. <laughs> Get busy. <laughs> Man, somebody, like, we should revive that world, but, like, you actually do the things like he does in the video. Like, oh, you get like, like coconut props and you have to like fucking... Yeah. <laughs> coconut spawn in the trees. You got to climb, climb up it with a yeah. towel and get the coconut down. That's awesome. You could totally do that with Udon. He's showing you how to do it. Like, <laughs> You watch the videos and do it. It's like, it's like, a, it's like a religious ritual. <laughs> you can go into VR for months at a time just doing that like you're at a monastery. Like... <laughs> Uh, awesome (laughs) sounds sounds incredible alright any of y'all waiting for something that's coming out or any news Mm. Mm. no <laughs> yeah, no. I, I know. That, Honestly, no. I haven't been keeping up with anything. Like I've just yeah. been. Well, yeah. Well, technically, oh, cool. There ne- hasn't been anything Netflix fucking happening anyway because of the virus. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's true. 
I'm playing, uh, before we started this podcast, I was playing Rayman on the Game Boy Color. So, uh, <laughs> oh, nice. I guess that's... <laughs> <laughs> that paints the picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some years to go before I start worrying about what's coming out now. Yeah. I was trying to think of something. I don't really know. I mean, I was kind of, I guess I was sort of like passively waiting for Project Eva Mega Mix to come out. Mm. But then it came out kind of under the radar. And then oh, I, I played it a little bit and... I was like, yeah, that's all right. And then I played Rayman on the Game Boy. <laughs> Damn. Okay, so this doesn't really pertain to you, Jordan, because you don't play online. But there was a a Nintendo data leak at Nintendo, like they got fucking hacked. Um, oh, wow. And it, it wasn't what is it? It wasn't even recently. It was like two years ago. But for some reason, like there's been like a resurgence of like people fucking uh, getting their credit cards stolen and like their PayPal information and shit. So like. If you have that shit linked to your Nintendo, like even in your back in the 3DS, or like if you're using a Switch right now, and you gotta fucking you gotta take that shit off. Uh, yeah, for security. Take the card off. Yeah. Sounds like sounds like trouble. Yeah, but not only that, but like apparently, like some of the stuff, uh, a lot of the stuff that they stole back then, uh, it's like starting to like surface in the internet too. Like apparently, um, uh, people have uploaded the the source code for like. The Wii, the GameCube, and the N64, like the actual fucking console source mm. code, like they 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 had it in fucking one of Nintendo servers there. But it, yeah, so <laughs> so that means that they could t- they could have totally put the because you know that they've been doing the the those emulators on the Switch. I mean, you use fucking RetroArch, right? But like, if um if you have the if you use the Nintendo online service, they give you yeah, for yeah. free a yeah an S emulator and an SNES emulator. But that means that they probably could have totally added the the sort of simulators. Like too. all the other. Yeah, yeah I'm not shocked about e- that. Either that or like make minis out of it. Like the mm. you know how I, I think that trend died down already, right? Like the spying the the mini re consoles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the mini NES and the mini SNES. I think so. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think they're still working on the. Um, aren't they going to make a mini PlayStation, or did they already do that? They already did that. They already did yeah. that. But oh, okay. <laughs> it's funny because I think that was running uh, EPSXE. Like it was running like an actual <laughs> fucking emulator. It wasn't even like yeah anything. Have you guys ever heard about? Well, I'm sure you have of uh, Nintendo like uh, when they made they put uh, Super Mario Bros on the eShop or whatever they like. Uh, they downloaded like somebody's like partially corrupted ROM off the internet and then like sold it. <laughs> yeah, <out>. yeah. <laughs> I remember <laughs> that. Like the real fucking thing. Nice. Uh, it, it, it was like widely known to be a ROM, and everybody was like, "Dude, what the fuck?" Like, <laughs> right. Nintendo's just scummy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but apparently, yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of that shit. I think it was like two terabytes of information that somebody fucking just snagged up oh, of like shit. a server. And like, nice. it's just weird to have to to have all that information in just one spot. I guess. That, well, I guess like maybe it wasn't <laughs> in one spot, but it was like see they got into like the mainframe or like the main network and they just got <laughs> yeah. out of there. hacking into the hacking the mainframe. <laughs> no, but yeah, because he he also found like just fucking uh, all the N sixty four like demos and like uh, mm. just like a lot of fucking oh, wow. shit when they were actually making like documentation. And shit of like when they found actually... like the master server, yeah, or something. That's, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it, it has been uploading that. Um, but yeah, but as far as like the vulnerabilities of like the current fucking shit, like yeah, don't, don't, don't attach your credit cards or your 
PayPal mm-hmm. soon. It's on the <laughs> that means I hope I don't know. Maybe hopefully that that means because I mean the, the switch is already hackable, isn't it? I mean you have a hacked switch, but I don't know. If, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. There was like a. There's a, oh, I don't know. I well, I think it's <clears throat> the the hack that isn't it like a firmware hack or something. The hack that existed when it came out was due to a hardware vulnerability, so it couldn't be patched out. Um, but, yeah, you, you had to like make a, some little nub thing, no? Like didn't you yeah. three D print it or like you fucking bought it off of somebody? Or yeah, you can buy it. I I bought it because I'm lazy. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> yeah, it's like a uh, there's a, a um, well. I'm probably gonna butcher this because I didn't uh, do it myself, but I think it's uh, it's like a voltage rail or something that's mm-hmm. inside of the place where you hook the right Joy-Con in, and if you short that rail, then it sends a signal to the console to launch in safety mode. Um, and then you can just like a, fuck shit up there. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like a permanent vulnerability because no matter how much they patch <laughs> it, they can't patch that out. So, yeah. um, if you bought a console like they came out with a hardware revision and removed that feature. So if you bought a console before then, it's assuredly hackable. Mm-hmm. But if mm-hmm. if you uh, bought one since then, then it's not. Right. But, I mean, you. I think there are ways to software hack it now, but you can't do it with that particular method. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. But like, and the, the other thing that was pretty interesting about that, and I don't want to like, I may be partially wrong about this, so fact check me. I guess if you find it interesting, but. I remember hearing about when it came out that there was, like, the person who found this uh, hardware hack that allowed them to, like, exploit the safety mode thing was, like, something that was uh, something that was native to this particular chip that they used in the Switch. And this particular chip was used very widely in, like, a lot of other electronic appliances, like ATMs and stuff like huh. that. <laughs> Holy shit. So they were, like, uh, after they found the the exploit or whatever, before they published it, apparently, like, a week before they sent a, like, a report to Nintendo, I guess, because they felt like it was, like, a potential, uh, you know, like, re- like people could really lose stuff, you know, or whatever if, if people took it, like, before people had a chance to fix it. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting. It was like one of the few, like, <laughs> like somebody was just playing around hacking a console and they actually found something with <laughs> Some <real> repercussions. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. But you... right. Did you want to move on to questions? Yeah, that's pretty much it for that. If you have a question, comment, anecdote, fucking talking shit, unpopular opinion, hot <laughs> take. Uh, if I, we said something wrong and you want to like correct us too. Uh, send us an email to skeletonsamuraicast at gmail.com or uh, to our personal accounts, Twitters, <laughs> etc. Or on our Facebook, our Facebook page. page Skeleton yeah. Sam- <laughs> I guess if I said it, peace. <laughs> 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 I don't know, you can tell them and they'll uh, tell, send me a message on Facebook and tell, them, <laughs> tell me that I made somebody mad. For sure. Nice. <laughs> we'll have you for round two and then you're gonna have to like atone for your sins or something <laughs> <laughs> like stump the chumps on car talk <laughs> <laughs> all right the first question is from uh our friend Asafi. if you can have the ability to teleport but the catch is that it actually kills you and makes you an exact makes an exact copy of you with all your memories up to that point and all intents and purposes is you to where you wanted to teleport would you use it i've i've, I've i kept thinking like i this scenario comes up Every single time, whenever I like think about like sci-fi or like fiction, like 
I would not. Fucking teleporters are things of nightmares, and I would not fucking step on <laughs> that shit at all. Uh, I feel like I would be apprehensive at first, but I totally do it. Just like, fuck yeah, teleporting. Like, like fuck yeah, I get to dying. die without <laughs> like, regrets. Like, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I telling don't... me I die every time? I'm done. <laughs> but I mean... It... <laughs> Okay, so your conscious, but so does your conscious experience transfer? No, it, like it, it, yes, was it? No, it doesn't. Like you, you. I mean, that's a key. Your you, you consciousness it, breaks. Like you, you, you die. It's telling you like your memories are intact and your intention. Like it, it's, uh, it's they, it so makes another. It makes me. another you down to like the millisecond that you stepped in, but uh-huh. it's not you. Like you're, you're just a copy. Like you're, you're dead. Yeah. Dead. So, so I'm standing in a box and I hit a button and it smashes me to death. That's my last memory. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like but before it deatomizes you and teleports, like that was your last memory. Yeah, like, basically. You don't you don't feel like the teleportation. Okay. So whatever. so you don't get to experience life from the perspective <laughs> no. of your clone. <laughs> no, you, you just you, dead. you just straight up die. Well, that sounds like you just die. <laughs> what does this, that this sounds like the worst thing. I mean, unless you want to die. That's the worst teleport ever. Yeah, I know. Yeah, teleports <laughs> are like shit on nightmares. There's, there's like entire like Star Trek episodes of like where that shit happens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I guess if the if the question was uh, the teleporter is going to destroy your whole body and everything, but you get to like transfer your consciousness to a new body, mm-hmm. I'd be like, okay. Yeah, then that's different. Like, if or if you don't lose that stream of consciousness, even if you, if you get like atomized or if you get fucking uh-huh. like gone through the nether, but you still like conscious at every point in time, mm-hmm. then that's fine because it's still you, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's there's always like um, there, there's many instances in fiction where it's like, oh, the teleporter, the teleporter, like there's, there's instances where like the people don't know that it kills you and it brings you back to life, like somewhere else, or like <laughs> that it fucking makes a copy. So like it's when the teleporter good. fails. And there, there ends up being like two instances of the same person, and they're like, "Okay, well, what the hell? Like, we're the same person." I guess. <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah. the only like scenario I can imagine in which that would be useful technology would be if, say, uh, you have this untravelable distance or whatever, and you have some sort of specialist that has some kind of special exactly. information. Yeah. yeah, and you're like. Sorry, we have to kill you, but we really need you, like over there, hundred million yeah. miles away, in like the next second. Mm-hmm. So tough titties, I guess. Yeah, and that's what people use it for, like in Stalker, it's just to, to to travel, like you know, the light years that it takes to fucking go. Like the, it will take too long to just use a shuttle. But mm. but yeah, like you do, you're, at that point, you're doing it for like the greater good instead of like you know mm. your own fucking. Yeah, I don't care about that. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what i want to do is go into the teleporter and then uh get into the ether or whatever and then shut off both the teleporters and then just stay <laughs> just stay in there <laughs> <Stay> floating energy <laughs> yeah just be a, a gas be one with the ether yeah. Yeah, that'd be sick too to be honest oh man before more we want to jimmy's riddle i'm gonna pull up the other question christians who's yeah. jimmy yeah. oh okay Wait, you us. have more questions? <laughs> yeah, we have more questions. Okay. Uh, I... uh, question for Alex. If you had seven personalities, Killer Seven, for example, what would each of their specialties be? Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Think fast. Damn, fuck, <laughs> fast. Okay, one would be a fucking... Uh, one would be a jet pilot. One would be a risk car driver. One would be a samurai. One would be a ninja. One would be a fucking... 
like a like a mili- like an operator gun dude what's that that's five right uh yeah. what would be just a fucking neat savant like just fucking <laughs> he doesn't do anything but like he's just fucking he's, he's the puzzle guy i guess and the other one will always be with the fucking the the, the, the gambler the risk risk it all dude like, what, yeah. what, do you need what, a, who's the angry who's the angry dude that, that's when you combine them all. <laughs> that's, the, that's the pure essence that's making the split. That's what's holding them all man. together. All right. Do you do you need the samurai and a ninja? Yeah, because like it wants yeah. the strength build and wants the dex build. Okay. <laughs> I'll accept that explanation. Uh, so it's a question for me. When are you gonna dress up like a cholo and dance on the street to random music? Like never. Dude, you, you, <laughs> you make like a good like cholo impression. That would be like an amazing like Halloween <laughs> costume for you. Like it fits you really well. It really is. It really is. And I, and I hate that it does. It really well. uh, <clears throat> this this also ties into his next question though. If you weren't exposed to weeb and gaming culture and picked up another lifestyle like me turning into a fresa, you turning goth or anything. It's like, what would that lifestyle yeah. be? 100%, I would have been a cholo I, or like I a I totally gangster. see like the fucking... I'd probably be dead by now. Yeah, the the the, the, who, the lowrider, Ricky. Like, I see it. Yeah, for sure. 100%. <laughs> like, there's no escape. That's uh, incredible. <clears throat> I don't know. It depends. Yeah, I'd probably just be like a, like a fucking normie or some shit. Like, uh, I, <laughs> I can't really think. Oh, yeah, like your brothers? Yeah, like, or like, yeah, not, not, not exactly like a jock, but just somebody with a, like, you know, like a well-established job. Just like watching, watches mm. Netflix on the weekends or like just fucking watches the game. I don't, I, I don't <laughs> know. No, like I, 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 yeah, no, I, I can't imagine like any, any reality where I'm not like a geek about something. Like, I feel like even if I was like big into mm. sports, I'd be like one of those like stat nerds. You know what I mean? Um, I think. Yeah, I would like if you remove the games from my personality. I think what would have been left would have been books. Probably, I probably books. would have been a literature, mm-hmm. literature nerd mm-hmm. or whatever. I mean, I am a little bit anyway, but I think I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm like you. I, in any reality, I think I'm probably going to be obsessing over something. So yeah, exactly. That would have probably I, been my fixation as a kid. Would be books. I think. Yeah, and there's other interests I have. Like I feel like in in, in another reality, I'm like a car guy, and I just fucking you know spend all my money on like car mods and shit. <laughs> yeah. But I'm uh, waiting for like that's gonna be my like midlife crisis. Thing. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> yeah. Like just I, randomly I already know. start buying used cars and trying to fix them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I already know my midlife crisis. I'm gonna be getting a fucking motorcycle. Like, <laughs> dude, I've been wanting a motorcycle <laughs> yeah, since forever, dude. Like <laughs> I've been thinking about that lately too. Actually, well, honestly, me too. <laughs> God, I've I've like always game. wanted one, but I'm pretty sure that's gonna be like my midlife crisis buy. Like, bam, motorcycle. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I would fucking it. die. <laughs> like, yeah, I say, I but I, I think I'll get a motorcycle unless I'm ready to die in the next five years. Yeah, at least. absolutely. But I, I really I've already accepted. <laughs> Shit, I've been ready to die for the last eight years. Let's go. <laughs> Motorcycle time, baby. <laughs> yeah. uh, the next one's from uh, Ariana. Can you guys, in the worst way possible, th- explain your favorite fighting game? Hmm. <laughs> um, fuck. All right. So, like, the characters, they wear lots of belts. Uh, <laughs> they, they have, like, colored I hair. What talking about. Um big tits for the most part i don't know how do how do you describe it but I, I can't describe guilty or bad but guilty is like rad in every like sense of the word it's fucking sick um <laughs> <laughs> it's so good that i can't i can't, I can't talk about it about it i can't explain it in the wrong way because even if i make it sound fucking stupid like 
thread. Yeah, I was like, it's this weird steampunk dystopian world. No, that still yeah. sounds cool. <laughs> like, that. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's really hard. Uh, the best thing I can do is um, this one guy can punch you into a wall f- like three, four times. No, you're, yeah, yeah. Selling, you're selling me. <laughs> Just making it sound good. Uh, okay, no, I know. Yeah. Okay, the the the. The main character is a self-insert OC of the guy that made the game. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds unappealing, okay. but like that could be good or yeah. bad. That's probably the that's, best. That's way. toe yeah. in the line. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like the in disguise, the self-insert OC. That's like one of my favorite characters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the two MCs are like a snobby rich dude and like a poor asshole. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because that's like also like Street Fighter, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Ryu's like a hobo, dude. Yeah. Uh, th- that's why the joke, um, Dirty Laundry Ryu for that Third Strike costume. Yeah. It's like the, the, <laughs> slight, the slightly yellow and dirty. Yeah, dude. I, I, Ken is Ken, fucking Ken, he's like the rich guy. He's top tier. He has like a wife and shit. Like, <laughs> he has a like, wife. I didn't know that. Yeah. Is there Street Fighter lore? I didn't really know that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's lore. It's, it's kind of dumb, like any other fighting game lore, but right. <laughs> uh, dirty laundry. At least fucking Blaze Blue has a visual novel's worth of lore. Yeah. Oh, somebody! Like they, I watch these guys on YouTube, and uh, they they do this series where which is like try to recall, and somebody was like try to recall the plot of Blaze Blue, and it's like oh fuck, <laughs> like just from from memory from having played it like five years ago, and it's like oh shit. Yeah. yeah. Good luck with that. <clears throat> that was fun. Um, next question is from Ivan. Why should we main who you main an X fighting game that you play? Uh, okay, so Kai is a very beginner friendly character. That's really, he's really good. Anyway, he's like a he's the the I feel that he's the best example of like an all an all rounder in every fighting game because he has he has lockdown, he has range, he has pressure, he has fucking zoning. Uh, he's so versatile that any playstyle you want to get into the game to play, you can start with him. Uh, good to teach you the game, and you can fucking master him. I mean, I've been playing Kai for like fifteen fucking years, and he's like still my main. Like I didn't, <laughs> I didn't graduate from Kai. Like I just like I still play him. He's great. He's also like in a, um, in a game full of fucking weirdos. He's like the only like normal dude. <laughs> I don't know, man. Axel's pretty normal. <laughs> yeah, he's like a time traveler that's like stuck in like some fucking time purpose. loop. <laughs> 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 that's the weird part about him. Yeah, but he, he he's still like normal in a sense that like he's literally just a. He's dude like from the eighties, like and it's like the twenty. It's like a twenty hundred future or something. Like it's like twenty one forty eight or some shit. <laughs> like it's literally from the eighties. Yeah, this poor guy. Um, you don't. <laughs> I recommend you don't. Uh, Who is it? Uh, Axel. Like I was oh, just talking yeah, about. He's like uh, he's yeah. He's like Hella's owner, but he had, at least in plus R. Like I, his best form of Axel is plus R Axel. Hmm. Uh, he has a counter so that if the dude's like going two balls deep and you know what move they're gonna throw <laughs> out, you can just throw out the counter. He has like a mid high counter and a low counter, so you know there's the fifty fifty there. A lot of people also don't uh, have like much knowledge against them, so. <clears throat> Yeah, that's another good thing. Because uh, not a lot of people play him either. So, like, that's, like, hmm. a nice plus if you want to get, like, the jump on some of your friends. Like, just mm-hmm. throw out Axel. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
really good zoner, but like doesn't really have much shit up close, which is why he has like the counters. Um, I don't yeah. know. Like, I, I I don't necessarily recommend Axel. He's a secret secret A tier in my opinion, though. <laughs> yeah, he's he's like, he's always been pretty solid. Pretty good. Pretty mid. He's under the table A tier. Yeah. <laughs> I only play I don't, street. I don't I don't know what tier he actually is, but I'm pretty sure he's like A tier in the right hands. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's not bad, definitely. What tier is he in your hands? <laughs> oh, it, uh, like a SS plus plus <laughs> danger triple S baby. Yeah. yeah, I only play Street Fighter two, and I only play Ryu, and the the reasons are everything that uh, Alejandro said a minute ago about mm-hmm. Kai. So. <laughs> the, he's the yeah. vanilla, vanilla ice cream. <laughs> Can't go wrong with it. Yeah, that's that. I, I was actually gonna pick Ryu for that too, like from Third mm-hmm. Strike. It's like he—he's the most honest character, but you can choose how you play him, and you can still like fuck people up. And I love mm-hmm. him. Like I love Ryu in Third Strike. I—I want to learn to play Zangief and and only do Zangief. that for the rest of my life. Yeah, he's he's hype, <laughs> man. Like playing a grappler is like a fucking experience, because like you—you <laughs> you feel so smart. Like you kill somebody in like in two fucking in two decisions, but mm-hmm. like you feel you feel like you made them read every time. <laughs> so great. It does seem like a very intense cut uh, type of character to play. Yeah, not only that, but every, very... everybody roots for you. Everybody roots for the grappler guy. Mm-hmm. Mm, from uh, Kaitlos, have you guys heard from Bubby? Oh. No, <laughs> no, no, and I, and I worry every I week. I'm not gonna lie. What's the story there? there? I really, really hope he hasn't been struck by the COVID. To be honest, yeah, Bobby it was uh, this guy. Even in our first podcast, like he 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 wrote a letter. Or, like he wrote a a fucking uh, yeah. Hey guys, big fan. Yeah, <laughs> big fan. Every time in the first episode, and he kept, he kept doing it every episode since. But I think in like two episodes ago, he stopped, and we don't even know we don't know uh, where Bobby is. Yeah. We don't we don't know where so, he is. We don't know who he is either. So it's just you like, don't know him personally. It's just it's a mystery. Some yeah. guy. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> but he's not here anymore. I'm <laughs> yeah. sad. That's a shame. And uh, I le- legitimately worried about Bubby. Will forever be in the back of my mind. Like what happened to Bubby? Go to fucking Scouts and Samurai meetup in Colorado. <laughs> Just go find Bubby. <laughs> 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 We're gonna be holding signs and like actual skeleton samurai outfits. Have you seen yeah. Bubby? We <laughs> <laughs> can hashtag Bubby guys... come back on Twitter. Like how yeah. <laughs> You'll probably never find him, and then when you guys do the the group house live in thing or whatever, he'll just show up. It's like, <laughs> like I know how to play mahjong now. <laughs> <laughs> Body everybody. Be sick. Uh, and then this one, I guess, it's more for Alex. Exactly why should people be watching runouts right now? Oh, it's from Epi. Yeah, well, Epi. I I talked about it last episode. Um, and then we talked this about episode, this episode. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. Go watch it. It's fucking. If you like, if you like sports anime in any degree, if you like gambling anime in any degree, like just fucking do it. It's a kagi baseball, like literally. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the last one from uh, Jimmy. It's 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 in the form of a riddle. <laughs> oh uh, boy, go for it. All right, it's um. First, think of the person who lives in disguise, who deals in secrets and tells not but lies. Uh, my thought is the Burger King, but <laughs> <laughs> and, and my explanation is because of Sneak King, like the video game. But like that, that can't be it. <laughs> it was. Does he, does he tell lies? That though? was my first thought. I, don't know. I think he just sneaks around. Uh, he doesn't King, even. Talk. I don't know. He does like that. He does like that. Shh. 
So like I don't know. <laughs> you can reduce it to life. So he's like a pretty honest guy. Uh, yeah. uh, but anyway, I don't know. I don't know the first part. Next, next, tell me what's always the last thing to mend: the middle of middle and end of the end. Hmm. Uh, and finally, give me the sound often heard during the during the search for a hard to find word. Now string them together and answer me this: Which creature would you be unwilling to kiss? Oh, fuck! It's a multi-parter. Like it's it all like <laughs> yeah. goes together. I don't well, know. The third, the third part uh, one is, is like um, the, the best. Right? The best I got is D for the middle of middle and end of the end. Because um, oh. it's the last thing to mend, which yeah. is D. The oh. middle of middle, letter D, end of oh, the end. Oh, shit. Is okay, yeah, that's, that's smart. Uh, I didn't think of that. <laughs> I, think, I think the third part must be like, um, right? Sounds. I thought it was fuck. <laughs> 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 Sound yeah. often heard during a search for a hard-to-find word. Fuck. Um. Or like. Um, yeah, maybe don't. Um, maybe um, yeah. That still makes you wonder what the yeah the first part. <laughs> oh my god, is it got him? <laughs> I, <don't> <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it is, but I don't think it's. Uh... First, think of the person who lives in disguise, who deals in secrets and tells not but lies. It's like. I'm thinking of just stupid yeah. shit like the, the hammer that popped into my Which creature would we, uh, you be willing to kiss though? Mm-hmm. Unwilling? I don't know. Something dumb. <laughs> Your mum. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, the D is definitely correct, I think. Yeah. D's in the middle. Yeah. That's the second one. I'm hard set in D, but like anything else, I'm not sure. Me too, buddy. <laughs> um. Uh. <laughs> Fuck. The home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Mm. He said to not look it up because I'd be disappointed. But mm. yeah, <laughs> it's probably something uber stupid. It always does when it's a riddle. Yeah. Uh, if we end the podcast and we don't figure it out, I'll I'll just look it up. But <laughs> no, no, you gotta no, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take the L forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Fuck. It's strange. I, 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 I I'm gonna go with Godum. Listen, does God live in disguise? I um, guess kind I of. I mean, okay, like someone who steals or something. Who lives um, in disguise? Lives in disguise. The, the, uh, uh, what's deals his name? in secrets. Um, Dana Carvey, <laughs> <laughs> master of disguise. Uh, a thief. Like a thief or something similar. Um, mm, thiefdom. Uh, I'm like CIA. Like what the? Fuck? <laughs> uh, oh, oh, a spy? Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Like, like I was like CIA agents, like the government, like. <laughs> uh, so spy. The sound of the inherit during the search of hard. Spy dumb. Is it a spider? Dumb. Sp- spider. I'm trying to like think of. Uh, yeah, it, it's a spider. It's, it's a fucking. You think it's so? Spider. It's a you spider. Think, uh, it's, uh, I'm feeling good about that one compared yeah. to Gato. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now string them together. Uh, I mean, string could also be like the clue. So. Yeah, the, the, mm. yeah, the fuck, yeah, There you go. Yeah, it's creature. You be one spider. It's a spider. It's a fucking spider. We did it. <laughs> I don't know, it depends on who you ask. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Uh, I hope we did it. Like that's. I don't know. Spider. Yeah, I'm feeling good about this one. <laughs> Spidum. Spidum. Spider Eto. Is it Gotham? That was. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me of. Uh, Mitsu posting the uh the would you put your dick in it with the spider <laughs> <laughs> Those things always make me good, laugh, it, like the would you put yeah, your in dick in this episode of yeah. Would You Put Your Dick in It <laughs> I still <clears throat> I still sometimes think about uh that the response that was just like, dude, it's a spider. <laughs> uh yeah, I'd have to go with Spider, and um, I guess that's... Uh... Would you kiss her? Would you put your dick in it? <laughs> if it's... I mean, I'd kiss a spider. Not on the mouth, that's for sure. But <laughs> If it's like a fucking monster <laughs> musume, the... yeah, but like... On the butt. Yeah, something <laughs> else entirely. I think I, 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 I love all animals. I totally kiss them if I can. If, if it's not a detriment to my personal Angry, health, yeah. well-being. <laughs> that's probably wise. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that's, it. that's pretty much it for, for the for the cast. Did you want to like plug anything else, or uh, Jordan, or like, did or, did, or just go ahead and re-plug in yeah. your uh, your podcast just one more time? Yeah, your improv. I mean, sorry, your your VR chat <laughs> yeah, improv. My podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, come come watch VR chat improv Sundays is nine p.m. Eastern or on Twitch or uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm always doing weird little random things and I'd like to post some YouTube videos and stuff soon. So maybe, I don't know. Yeah. You can follow me on and YouTube we'll, if you want to be that guy. Yeah. Follow follow, what, follow what him the, on Twitter. Uh, the, <laughs> yeah, I've been doing a lot of Twitter lately. His Twitter's pretty fire. It's at lines, life and steps. Thank you. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's been really funny. <laughs> lately. <laughs> I, I've been enjoying my, your posts Ricky's lately. Ricky's my biggest fan. Hilarious. I uh, yeah, I received word from one of my friends that he w- reads all my posts on the toilet, and I was like, "That's the greatest compliment." <laughs> ever. It really is, though. <laughs> all right, but yeah. That's, uh, that's oh, it. did you want to give the um, what's it called, the actual Twitch link again? It was like twitch.tv slash. Yeah, yeah, slash VR Chat Improv, and you can also check it out at vrchatimprov.com. We have a okay. we actually do have a website. Oh, shit, links to the Twitch and all that oh, okay. junk. Yeah, it's very professional. It has lots of work put into it. I didn't work on it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was also a go box endeavor. Cool. A multi-talented All right, man. Well. <laughs> All right, that, All right. Yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening. Y'all have a good night. Enjoy. Yeah. Or day. <laughs> Damn. I don't know whenever people watch this. This, this is the longest <laughs> one yet. It's three hours and two, 12 minutes. It's it's uh, slightly longer than the, than, than the Andy J. Eric one. Mm. Glad I could serve. He did it. <laughs> you hold the record now. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See y'all later. Get the leaderboard. Bye. Leaderboard. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.